0: Hey, guys, a quick note before we get started. This marks the 300th episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. We're really excited. We wanted to release this across all the platforms. Man, you guys have been through a lot with us. You've been there through both of our breakups, some, many, to our first times at sex clubs, to me realizing I was doing blowjobs wrong this whole time, to uh, Corinne getting dry sockets because she sucked a dick after she got her wisdom teeth out. A lot has happened and we just really want to thank you for being a part of this crazy ride. It means the world to us. And of course, if you want to listen to all the newest episodes of the podcast, those are available on the Luminary app when you're a premium subscriber. Corinne and I are extremely proud of these episodes that we're putting out for premium subscribers. We're pouring our hearts and souls into these episodes and we think you'll really like them. If you want to sign up, go to luminary.link GWF. You get a one month free trial. And then after that, It's $7.99 a month, and you cancel at any time. You could be like, fuck you, unsubscribe, bitch, or, you know, just unsubscribe and go about your day. That's probably the better option for everybody. Um, I have to tell you that terms apply, so there's that. And uh, the link, again, is luminary.link slash GWF. Okay, enjoy the episode, fuckers, and thank you.
1: Period sex in hotel pools, dating men with tap squirting workshops with your mom and penis sounding sex dolls with buttholes cream pies and amoros sucking dick right after wisdom tooth surgery 300F wrong. Why do so many listeners like watching chicks give birth, Amanda Knox, small cocks, masturbation 300 episodes?
0: Let's talk about fucking Hello fuckers, how you doing? Welcome to
2: another episode of Guys We Fucked Nice, it's the (laughs) anti-slut-shaming podcast exclusively on Luminary I'm Corinne Fisher I'm
0: Christina Hutchinson and a teen is charged uh, is a child pornographer for sexting a video of herself to her friends a court ruled This is according to BuzzFeed News. For the first time, the Maryland Court of Appeals said it had to grapple with applying the state's child pornography laws to minors who consensually engage in sexting. A teen who texted her uh, her friends a video of engaging in a consensual sex act is considered a child pornographer under Maryland state law. The highest court ruled Wednesday for the first time, uh, the appeal said it had to grapple with applying the law to the kid. That's what I just said. The court decided uh, that the state's child pornography statute does apply to a 16 year old girl who texted a one minute video of herself to her teenage best friends. (laughs) Look what I can do, guys. I can Mm -hmm. suck a dick in the video. She's seen performing a consensual sexual act on a male. If it's eating his ass, I'm going to be really impressed. But I'm probably sure it's sucking his dick. Uh, In his opinion, Judge Joseph Getty... Oh, Judge Joseph Getty. Oh, he hasn't
2: gotten laid in a long time. Not in
0: a while. Said that the court, who after he masturbated the video, he said that the court had to (laughs) contend with his question. Can a minor legally engage in consensual sexual activity be his or her own pornographer through the act of sexting? I mean... Being my own pornographer—that just sounds empowering. Yeah. Um, in a six-to-one ruling, the judge decided that the answer was yes, despite considering complexities of the socio culture phenomenon of sexting by minors. Guys, if this you... dude better have gotten in trouble. Oh, <laughs> what dude?
2: The dude whose dick she was sucking.
0: Well. <sighs> fucking i'm mad now yeah he's probably fine he probably plays lacrosse and he's fine Ugh. uh maryland is one of 22 states that has not passed legislation to amend its child pornography statute since the event of sexting the court noted oh that's a pretty fucking important note you guys we we've been making these laws and then shit changes and then you got a cell phone you got a little pocket in your a computer pocket a pocket in your computer and you're gonna sext with it okay just get over it make roll make laws and also there's so much other shit to be worrying about um the charles county state's attorney reviewed the case and charged her as a juvenile under the child pornography and obscenity statues a juvenile court then determined that sk was involved in a delinquent act which would be a crime if committed by an adult what that doesn't make sense she did not have to register as a sex offender but was placed on electronic monitoring and probation She had to undergo weekly drug tests and take an anger management class as part of her
2: probation. But what does that have to do with sucking dick? Yo,
0: when we're mad, we ain't sucking a dick. You guys need to all know that. No girl... Needs anger management For sucking a dick If I'm sucking a dick It's usually because I'm in a pretty great mood
2: Yeah if anything Sadness Definitely not anger I mean you can't Suck a dick with anger Or you bite it off Exactly
0: So anyway guys I hope you're being Great out there But just remember If you're under 18 Look up your state's Pornography laws Because uh, You might be fucked
2: Yeah I mean If you're it Just if you're under 18 Just you know Do the sexual acts Not on video Do it in person I would it's Is, is my recommendation either. Yeah It's really not a great idea And also so I'm guessing You're not that great at it So you don't need it On videotape No
0: 16 year old Is good at sucking a dick And if you are You have that's trauma That's creepy Yeah something trauma. bad happened Yeah, Something not great uh-huh. Or you really are studious And watched a lot of videos But even that It's like you're a kid Go outside and play pretend
2: Yeah and if you're capable Of watching videos And then emulating it To that level Think of all you could be Achieving and stuff. You could be dick. a sketch
0: writer You could, you could build <laughs>
2: sets I like, I like that's the first thing You thought is write a sketch Yeah write a sketch And like, make a video You could be president you could be president as well. Yeah, but not if that video you sucking dick gets out. Sorry, that's the world we live in. Girl, you
0: can work at Dwayne Reed. Instead, you suck a dick on video. Yep. But don't do it. Okay, come see us live, everybody. We don't have a date yet for our next uh, uh monthly uh residency but we will soon Um, uh, but if you're in new york city tomorrow which is saturday at 8 p.m wendy starling and i are co-hosting glamour Puss at zinc bar 82 west 3rd street and san diego i'm headlining american comedy company november 21st through the 23rd
2: oh man and then uh two less lonely girls as always is available wherever you listen to podcasts for free including luminary uh this week we just give some uh stuff away about taylor swift some little mm. some little anecdotes That we've heard in our travels <laughs> uh additionally uh september 19th through 21st maybe longer uh I'll be in toronto at <laughs> jfl t- 42 well seriously they keep adding shows and not telling me when i'm fig- I'm probably the person who needs to know the they most. should tell you yeah so just for last 42 in toronto and then uh, Thursday, October 10th I'll be in Newport, Rhode Island For the Rogue Island Comedy Festival And then right from there I will be going to Nashville uh, To headline Zanies uh, Friday, October 11th And uh, Saturday, October 12th Make sure to check that out I'll put all those dates on something And I'll put it on Instagram or something You know, you get it <laughs> Alright, uh, and then we have an email From a fucker Subject is Can someone just eat my bloody pussy? Uh, maybe Hello ladies Sorry if it appears I am yelling at you But I am just yelling In general Because I am so frustrated My name is Autumn You can say it if you wish Just not my last name I am a 23 year old woman Living in New York So I never realized How important oral sex was To our relationship Until recently I had Uh Next plan put into my arm About two months ago And everything has been fine For me emotionally Because pills made me Have a Cardi B attitude Toward everyone I met Hey been there I researched it for a long time And felt it was the best option for me My partner is mature And has never made any Negative comments regarding period sex Or has let it be a barrier In intimacy However since having Nexplanin put in two months ago I have been bleeding Every single day I handle it because I can But I am so sexually frustrated We moved in together a few weeks ago So this is at the forefront of all my thoughts While we cohabitate I don't like to hold my partners um, To the standard of exes Because it's unfair And they're exes for a reason True. The two boy ex boyfriends, uh, 21 and 23 year olds, I have had have both requested I wear a tampon during my period so they can still go down on me. From the start of my sexual experience, this has been normalized for me. However, uh, I'm completely ridiculous to be annoyed that my partner has not. Uh, offered to do this me Is it completely Ridiculous I think you mean. Uh, I admit uh, I can see How it is kind of Gross but if two Asshole boys in Their <laughs> 20s can do It I expect more From a 30 year old Man without pussy Eating time I feel Lonely and isolated Within my relationship We are still having Sex however I feel That intimacy piece Is missing and I Feel sadness I never Realized how important And integral this was To our relationship It's something he Loves doing and is Constantly begging to Go down on me and Praise my puss which I love but I just Want him to love when It's Bloody too. I got on a rant, but basically, is it unfair of me to ask this of my partner? Hmm is this a disgusting request? I've been with men who are turned off uh, by my periods and relationships ended from there. For other listeners, the next plan in spotting/bleeding ranges from person to person. I work in a sexual health center. Sometimes people will have nor have normal periods, no periods at all, spotting for 6 months or spotting for a week upon insertion.
0: Ah, okay. That's int- I was going to say like make sure with a doctor that that's okay that you're still bleeding. Because that
2: was gonna be my first thing.
0: I've never had a guy go down on me when I'm on my period when I have a tampon in. But um, I just kind of assumed that we don't do that. Ugh. Um, Because I like if I'm sweaty or if I'm like haven't showered. Like I don't want a guy going down on me because I don't want to have to worry about what he's experiencing. So Uh I need to. I need to be in good working order. So I personally, I've never. But I've also never had a guy even offer. So. I don't know mm-hmm. Maybe it's a young guy thing
2: Well I mean Well I, no Because
0: one guy in his 40s I'm seeing said he did that to somebody I'm like oh that's nice
2: Yeah it depends I mean like in my experience It's older guys Who are more willing to do Stuff like that However uh, I also have never dated someone Even when I was in my Uh 21 and 23 I never dated someone Of that age So right. I have no idea How they act My my uh, knowledge of that Starts at, like 26 Also I think uh, Millennial guys uh, For all the issues I have with them As far as like You know Not being man um, <laughs> I'm just kidding guys uh, Kind of um, uh, But they, I think They are really good About stuff like that About yeah. exploring sexuality Putting things in the butt Stuff like yeah, that Yeah being open And that and that goes with like You know uh, Being emotionally opened uh, So that goes hand in hand and I think that's great. Um, and the couple of people in their early twenties that I have talked to on dating apps who express interest in me have been really fucking cool. Yeah, I have a good friend who I hang out with a lot who's like twenty two years old. Fucking awesome. I think he would be like a great partner. Yeah, not for me just because I don't want to. You know, want a boyfriend who's ten years younger than me. But for right. someone. Yeah. Um. That being said, uh, I'm I'm very comfortable with blood. You know, I like blood play. Uh. This is gross to me I mean yeah. I think it's pretty gross uh, And I, if people are into it I, I don't want to You know even there's a yuck tampon your, in? I don't want to Yuck your gum I, The tampons to me Makes it grosser Oh the, see the tampon the To thought, me makes it safer The thought of a tampon String like dangling In my face I'm a woman I wouldn't want my own Tampon string dangling In my face While right. I someone out I think it's fucking gross Yeah I know what goes on With periods And like of course The process is not gross But it's like It's all in the same area And you know If you're doing piss Blood shit I'm going to go piss Before I go blood or shit And yeah. Well, Blood from your vagina For sure Yeah Because it's different Like it's not like you know It's different
0: It's different texture It's different You're not saying It's, it's not a shedding uterine lining yeah, you're it's not, not saying
2: It's not beautiful But there is hygiene Involved here It's not beautiful here. I wouldn't hygiene, say Hygiene Well I mean I, I, Thinking about it Menstruation That you, could, that is you a, can create life That's oh, that's, that's, p- that's what I'm thinking of When I think yeah. of menstruation And I sure. think when people Shit on it That's what um, is You know Perhaps offensive or, Yeah uh, 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 and, and you know Women are uh, Women's bodies Are going through a lot So that we can create life Yeah But
0: Periods are powerful That's for sure Sure
2: And I, I I never want to show that But th- this is like something That you c- It's cool if someone Wants to do it But you can never Require this of a partner Yeah However if it's just Spotting like I've had Someone I never had people Go down on me During full period But yes at the very Beginning or the very end When it's very light I have had people do it Yeah I give them a heads up And then to me It's their choice from there Yeah um, Period sex If I'm a, with a partner I yes you have, I require that. You have to period se- yeah. Sex me Because it's your dick Yeah And your dick Is probably dirty than my, dirtier Than my vagina On any goddamn day yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. mouth To put your mouth on something Can you imagine If someone's dick was bleeding I would not put my mouth on that I just would I don't think I would either But if you put your mouth
0: On my clit That's
2: not You know It's it's You know They're close It depends Exactly And so It's You know This I, I don't I think putting Like
0: a diva cup Or something yeah. Some fucking thing I It don't just know. seems
2: like It's really important to you So I think yeah. This is something That specifically Is important to you
0: Yeah If you feel lonely Because yeah. you and your boyfriend Your boyfriend Hasn't been able to go down on you Or won't go down on you right now Because you're spotting Or you're bleeding. Then that's Yeah that, Then that's, that takes precedence That's something that means a lot to you It's how you connect sexually And it's how you Feel bonded With your partner
2: Yeah and spotting is different Because it's not your full period So like the Right Not to be gross But the chunks aren't going to be coming out spotting, Hey there's chunks guys Spotting chunks. is very Spotting is very light Um yeah. And I think that like You know I Put would the tampon the, in Put the string in between your butt cheeks Snip, snip the string a little bit Or snip it not, I guess Not so much so that you yeah, You can you know. get it out But yeah, I don't know, yeah. just I don't want to stamp on near my face. I think that's gross. but whatever whatever it is you can do, um yeah, I, I think, think it's 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 fair
0: to ask because you say, is it unfair of me to ask this of my partner? It's not well it's, ask of is
2: like require. I think it's to have a discussion
0: is certain yeah on the table. yeah, yeah, you can't it's unfair of you to require that your partner, in my opinion do that. but. But uh, also You have to figure out What you will uh, Put up with Put up with in quotes In a relationship And what you won't And if this is a deal breaker For you Then that's Then then you need to Take that very seriously And have a conversation With him Yeah and, it's and your life let him know Let him know how important It is to you Um, And have the con- it's, it's everything's Just a conversation You know yeah. what I mean It's all just Exploring possibilities
2: And anything can be A deal breaker And I don't think Just because yeah. something Is not important To Christina or myself Doesn't mean that It can't be a deal breaker For you So if this is something you need to be get, getting Eaten out all the time Multiple times a week And that's very important To you no matter What's going on With your body I think you really need To be talking about that With partners yeah. And I don't think it's I don't think it's stupid That it's a deal breaker for you If that makes you feel sad Right But I also um Gonna tell you That yeah Most you people wanna are not Gonna want to lick blood Right So there's that da, 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 da. What's going on In your life K-Hutch <laughs> Not much See fish Not much Not much No Really Zero I mean I saw you rollerblading.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm doing that. Well, I've tried to keep it on here to sex and relationships and dating topics just because that's what it's about. Uh, And nothing, but I feel victim-y. I feel bad. Like, you know, I can't tell if... I don't know. I don't like what's happening. Okay. (laughs) I don't like it. Okay. I don't know how to change it, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How about you? (laughs) Uh... I'm, I'm good I mean besides the, the, the my my move almost Fucking killed me yeah. physically actually almost killed me um I like it was I haven't felt this tired since guys we fest oh uh and I almost fainted in the yeah. middle of guys we fest because I was so exhausted from putting together guys we fest um so yeah no it's it's going good I don't know yeah I'm I just decided I'm not gonna talk more about personal things because I think it talking about it on the podcast Fucks it up honestly oh yeah
0: yeah yeah I don't think yeah I just I don't have any. I want something to be going on, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe uh, it's time for. I'm always in this debate in my head. I'm
2: like, stop looking at boys. Yeah, I think it's business stop. time, honestly. I'm very excited for the fall. I think big things are going to happen. Uh, now that I got my housing situation in order, yeah. which did take up housing and luminary, took up a very large chunk of this year for yeah. me. I know luminary for you, too. And then. Uh, I just want to kind of like wrap everything together And just yeah And immerse myself in art yeah, and c- creating and I love the fall. It is my time Ugh, of the year. Yes, the best. I'm never, I'm never sad to see summer go. I, I had a great either. summer. I had a great summer, but I'm never sad to see summer go. Yeah, it's a, because summer to me is like this very long vacation. Everyone is, is behavior is a little bit off. Yeah, and it's like kind of like for two months we all live in Miami. And I love Miami. One of my favorite places to visit. Would never want to live in Miami because it doesn't feel real. Right, 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 right. It's like you're in a fantasy land. The yes, whole time. I everything agree. is not a vacation. Everything cannot be a, in a resort. I do. Not function that way Yeah I I, It makes me feel lazy And slow And I like Fall Let's put on a fucking Windbreaker Yeah Let's put on a light jean jacket And go achieve some goals Fall fashion is my
0: shit Yeah I want to start chasing excitement With like I just want new experiences I want to like go fucking I want to drive a fucking race car I want to fucking Oh. I just want to do shit You're such
2: a thrill seeker Please don't die
0: No I'm not gonna die I mean I Cause I wouldn't Like I wouldn't skydive Not that if you go skydiving You're gonna die But like I You know You my could thr- my, you, you certainly could And yes. people have But uh, you know My thrill seeking is Like rollerblading is It's not thrilling to me anymore Cause I'm like really good at it And I know what to do And I don't feel like I'm gonna fall So it's almost too easy for me now uh-huh. um, So I need something else But uh, yeah uh, We'll see Hula hooping You know Hula hoop across the nation <sighs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Skip it <laughs> And I'll make people donate For a thing And I'll say I'll go across the country And hula hoop If you donate And they'll be like Why can't we just donate And then you give the money To the people I'm like No nah, I gotta do something we'll get, Right Oh my I god, god Jump broke for heart yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like How about I just give you a check Yeah yeah I might want to get an animal yeah. A dog Yeah um, I don't know though I can't tell if I I really I like being this selfish It's a little lonely Yeah But I think loneliness Is really good for me right now um, There's something
2: where you can go and pet puppies. Tommy did it like for things. So maybe you want to try that first. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I wanna. I would love. Well, I'm gearing up for the uh, you know training for the Bellevue. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. Thing um, with uh, being a volunteer advocate uh, for victims of sexual crime, abuse, assault. Um, so I'm really, really fucking excited for that. But I just want. I don't know. I, I want. I don't. I can't tell if I want company or not. And when I say company, I mean a pet because I, I really enjoy being selfish. But it's lonely, but I like it. I, I'm never satisfied With well, wherever I'm at I mean so. yeah
2: Give yourself a, It's only been not, It hasn't really been That long in the big Scheme of things That you've I actually know. Been alone Right And, and once I'm so you, impatient so. Once you do it You can't undo it Right
0: And I'm like wow I don't I also want to travel By myself Because I'm like I don't have a child I don't have oh, a pet I don't yeah. have a pet it's Travel very,
2: before Yeah
0: and I don't have A, a partner I don't yeah. have any of those th- Nothing is tying me down Other yeah. than like my career stuff Which I want it to tie me down So that's different But like you know, I got. I should go. I I want to go either to Germany or Amsterdam or Ireland. Those are my three because I've been eyeing those countries for or those places. They're all good. Um, for the past like five years, I'm like, I want to. One day,
2: I'm gonna travel by myself. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I, I always think it's Germany. like one of the most beautiful things a lady can do. I agree. Travel yeah. Around. That he pray, love
0: shit. There's something to it. There
2: is something to it. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Well, uh, this is very exciting. This is a milestone episode. Yeah. Uh, for us, and uh, we put together uh something that we wanted to do because we're like, what? How should we celebrate this very special episode? Mm-hmm. Um. So we decided. You know, we talk a lot about everyone else's relationships and kind of try to navigate uh, our way bumpily through ours. <laughs> and something we've <clears throat> we've never done that. Christine and I, you know, talk about woo woo stuff a lot. <laughs> Um, but we've never actually Sat down and gotten Like a reading together So yeah. we have um, two people That we brought on today Thanks to our uh, wonderful Associate producer Emily Rogers For organizing this And we have someone Who's going to read First our tarot And our palm And then we have An astrologist Yes and Get into our charts Yeah and obviously We we edited this down Because we sat for like Three plus hours With these people Yeah And we know that No one is as interested In us as we are interested in Very true. And that's an important thing to carry with you, um, <laughs> especially for millennials. Um, uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to, to episode 300. 300. <laughs> Cigarettes and
3: stealing glances on the patio.
0: Okay, we are here with Mark Seltzman. And uh, apparently our poems are very interesting. You are, how do you define your job title? What is your job title?
4: Uh, I see myself as a character analyst, although I use metaphysics as a tool to, to understanding uh, human nature.
0: Okay, and you you read palms and you. I
4: do astrology and tarot birth charts and, and all yes, of this stuff. They ha- all have very different purposes. Okay. Uh, the, the the chart which shows you the potentials <laughs> of the person, assuming the birth time and birth information is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, the hands show what you've actually done with those potentials. Okay. Oh. So and the the uh, cards are used to get at things you can't get at through hands or charts because you could ask about someone else but i couldn't tell you from your hands or your chart about someone else because i'd need their hands or their chart got it the tarot will give information because that's reaching into your unconscious
2: okay all right oh okay so that makes sense then why they're all used okay And how long have you been doing this
4: oh over 40 years professionally
2: Okay. Dang. And before that, just for fun at parties. Uh, for that, like, why uh, is Mark always like got those cards? Just
4: as curiosity and fun about human nature. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, let's get started. Our hands have already been reviewed, and yes. then there were some long silences, and I "There's a lot to talk about." And
0: you have our birth time, place, and date. I do in your possession and with these circles with lines, and looks like a science thing that I have no idea what it means. So let's get into it.
4: Okay. Okay. I think if you ask questions, it's almost easier than if Where's I try. Where's my train. life going?
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious. What you you uh, looked at Corinne's palms and you said very interesting. <laughs> we have I, a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Well, what, you know, all
4: that? all people are interesting, but in the context of what you're doing, uh huh. Um, I I look at your hands and I see things that are both consistent and inconsistent uh-huh. with the nature of the 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 podcast okay itself so uh, like corinne you're um fiercely independent you hate being told what to do you know you you need to do your own thing really um you bureaucrats critical 30 figures forget it you know <laughs> but in terms of relationships you you need to stay a million miles away from anybody who's controlling, possessive, yeah. uh, jealous, things like that, no future whatsoever, zero. Um, to a large extent, what you see is what you get. You you like being frank and direct, although that can be hard for some people because they'd rather you be uh, nice and make the peace. Christina's a much more nice and be- better peacemaker than you mm-hmm. are, um, but that's maybe a liability for oh, her. Oh, it
0: is, yeah, it is, Mark, it is got me a lot of pickles <laughs>
4: way many more beasts and and uh frogs and princes out there
0: yeah it's the truth
2: that's so funny so you want to um
0: yeah we'll, you want it, we'll do corinne first we'll like do sure. all of, yeah no. let's uh,
4: one of the things that uh, you know i noticed about corinne is that deep down she's romantic she's soft she's feminine she's old-fashioned she's she's a kind of candlelight talk about feelings so sex for the sake of sex there's no lasting um nothing lasting about it it's Mm -hmm. just an experience Uh it's not even satisfying necessarily but you know (laughs) except maybe the (laughs) first time (laughs) for the, the erotic uh part of it the the fantasy part of it but the actual um you know mundane aspect of um you know the challenge is exciting for you mm-hmm. the, once the challenge is gone it gets less and less exciting unless the person can talk about their feelings or they um bring a flower or have a candlelight <laughs> meal or like you know good music an old movie to cry at or whatever you know that that, that it's just the wham bam thing it doesn't it, there's no future in it
2: Hmm. Wow, you can see the all that from my hand. Or oh, you're you're adding the chart too. No, I'm obviously. just
4: looking at your hand at the moment. Wow, damn.
2: Wow, what else? What else? This is crazy.
4: Um, huh. You're a big picture person. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you know, when you get caught up in mundane, routine stuff, you get bored, restless, impatient. You you have no, uh, no no real patience for details. Uh, you know Christine is way better at details than you are in terms of the organizational part and yeah. um you're you're a big picture lady so um
2: <laughs> big picture lady a big picture lady I like color coded spreadsheets
4: you're both ambitious so you you, you know you want a lot you, you you you're you're here to make something of this and um i have to look at your hands more closely again but i mm-hmm. don't think if you can just sure rep- yeah Closer. Uh, Money's not a motivation. It's uh, it's you you (laughs) like your.
0: We happened to make it, but it wasn't a motivation.
4: Yeah, no, you like your comfort, you like your security, you like your stability. You know, the part of your big challenge in life is finding a balance between freedom and responsibility, Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. love your freedom, but then you think I should be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that. There's a there's all this sort of uh, sense of I wouldn't say you know you feel particularly guilty or obligated but you do feel practical like i i need to be practical about this if, if we're going to talk about this let's make a business out of it or uh, you know figure yeah. out how to make it you know pay that kind of thing
0: yeah yeah
2: quite quite
0: accurate yeah that's very accurate what about her uh chart unless there's more about her palms uh let me look at it yeah I'll, I'll yeah take it yeah, yeah yeah go ahead you can i can wheel this towards you that's right
4: I printed a bunch of current events, all kinds of things, but.
0: What do we got? All right,
4: I'm gonna generalize, but, <clears throat> um, as a, a leaper, strong Libra, that's kind of a, you know, like a Sleeping Beauty energy. It's 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 kind of like sleeping wanting Sleeping Beauty yeah, energy. Yeah, I like, like that. Like wanting to find, hoping that the prince will come. You know that the the ideal perfect person will come and wake you with a kiss and, oh, and you'll, you'll live you happily ever time. after. She's <laughs> 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 uh, Very
0: pretty and very tired. <laughs> however,
4: you know you're, you're you're in a way much more of a virgin goddess.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, you're uh, you're kind of like Artemis because you're dominant in terms of your elements and modalities. You're you're dominant in fire and uh, and. A car- a cardinality which is uh you know action kind of thing yeah so you're 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 like artemis the you know the, the protectus of of s- children small animals uh the archer definitely that kind small of thing. Animals. Aww, yeah so you're you're a heroine um of course you're both heroines but uh you're um I, I have to look at Christina's chart, but I think you're both virgin goddesses.
0: Oh, wow, <laughs> how ironic. Virgin <laughs> goddesses. We're both virgin goddesses? That should be the title of this episode. Hilarious.
4: <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, you, you're Pisces.
0: Yes, very much.
4: Born the same day as my daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah, except a couple of years apart. Okay. <laughs> but but that's kind of um, a... On the good side... Um, what's your name like the little mermaid <laughs> yeah you know like kind Aerial. of just wanting to oh, to funny. um Always you know, identify swim around him. wherever you want to swim whenever you want to swim and yeah. and and you know see what you want to see do what you want to do um on the dark side that's sort of like ursula oh, you no. know because you you um you're you're also an octopus you know I'm an um, octopus Well y- y- And you're
0: all poor Unfortunate we, souls You're also an octopus that's great. Wait I'm a mermaid we And an all, octopus
4: We all have a, a sure. Positive and a negative Sure
0: For sure And I you definitely know, Am in touch with both
4: <laughs> Well that's a good thing I hope so Um in Terms of Life cycles
2: <laughs> Yeah when are we gonna die Yeah doc? I was like Do you know that This might actually
4: Corinne be a challenging time for fr- friendships. Uh-huh. Um, and also c- questioning your, you know, what you really want for yourself, your hopes and dreams and things like that. hmm Like kind of um, feeling like maybe you've reached a plateau and now you're, well, what's next? You, you need to really rethink what you want for yourself for the future. Um, you know, how much future is there in... Um, the particular thing you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And also um, what you're doing for money versus what you're doing for your, you know, the the sort of soul level stuff. Yeah. Um, But you're
2: feeling maybe
4: from time to time a little sad, a little distant from people.
2: I mean, all the time.
4: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Maybe not having an easy time with your mother. Maybe she it's in some level disapproves or it doesn't, you know, particularly like what you're doing or, um, but there's a, um, maybe a feeling of distance from people, Mm -hmm. Um, not really feeling social or wanting to to be particularly social right now. Um, It's kind of a whole year theme.
2: Oh, that's okay. I mean, that's a whole life theme, honestly. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Not when I was little, but as an adult, yes.
4: Oh, that's interesting because to a certain extent it's chosen
2: oh yeah no no no, yeah it is
4: <laughs> it's not like you have a chronic uh you know like you're chronically depressed or anything you're you're really uh, no i checked on the whole
2: uh, <laughs> i go are you sure doc She was like no you're fine i <laughs> you just don't like people <laughs> no you're a very
4: positive person on the whole you're, you're you you are an idealist and
2: uh, i have a fun time in my house alone yeah <laughs> hmm.
4: well i think For me, what's refreshing about you is that what you see is what you get.
2: It's so funny. I was just telling someone that the other day how it's so frustrating, how people always try to like read in deeper and be like this must mean this and i'm like no i told you exactly so yeah. next time they
0: do that point them to this interview where you have it confirmed <laughs> yeah i literally told you exactly what I want. i'm
2: from new jersey it's very clear <laughs> what i need and what i want and then people are like no she must mean this i'm like no i actually mean exactly what i just told you yes it's very frustrating i
4: think what what would, 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 what's hard sometimes is when you're really frank with somebody about something that they don't really want to, you to be frank about. And sure. then they're, they're preferring that you be nice or you be you good or you, you, you know, uh, you know, make the peace. Not, yeah. Um,
2: not cause a drama on Twitter.
4: Exactly. <laughs> so what, questions you have it's-
2: um i don't know i mean it's funny because a lot of this stuff like you know i do you know read into things like this a little bit um and this aligns with kind of the the, the like this is a time of maybe like deciding what uh, i need to do and definitely a lot a heavy theme of um uh th- whatever I choose as like my or like my purpose in life has to be something about giving back like I love being in the entertainment business which makes sense because basically all my, when I'm not thinking of jokes I just think of building a shelter for uh dogs That's what I really actually want to do. Um, I mean I want to do both, you know But I really want to build that shelter for dogs <laughs> senior, senior center for dogs, guys It's going to be great I'm really yeah, excited about it It makes
4: sense, actually
2: Yeah, I love dogs And I feel like This is crazy But can you see if someone was a, like Past oh. life <laughs> Because I truly feel that I was a dog in a past life And
0: my, and everyone Dogs like, come up and t- like, talk to her on the yeah, street It's weird, I've seen it
2: I know, like, I know like most people like dogs But I feel like I like them m- yeah, on a different, like in a different way, not not like sexually, but <laughs> <laughs> few. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we're going to
4: go there in this show.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so like past life things.
4: Yeah, that's not something I do. <clears throat> yeah, um, there are people that claim to. Of course, it's very hard to affirm any of that. Sure um and but just it, it, in and be like, i can like once upon <laughs> a time i went to a bunch of different people hoping that you know people come up with the same thing so that i would have some kind of affirmation but mm. i've been all sorts of things according to uh, the various people i've been to but ah uh-huh. you know, oh, that's cool some of them have actually felt like they ring a little true but oh yeah you never know
2: um, yeah i
0: always have like random like i was a colonial woman in a past life i don't know why I just decided that that I was Oh, that's right, you've said that before, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I lived in Williamsburg, Virginia in the 1500s, 1600s.
4: Well, a lot of, uh, particularly women who were more interested in this sort of stuff, especially early in, in, uh, you know, its inception, whatever, um, they decided or were told that they were witches burned at the stake Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe they were washerwomen or something like that, but there there were very few um, High priestesses There were a lot of High priestesses You know But you know People Are what they want to be Sure You know um, So um, You wonder where All the regular people Went to
2: Yeah so. but like Oh man Everyone's so interesting In <laughs> their <Yeah>. past life <laughs> Some, I know yeah It's mm. like someone Was probably just like You know Clerk at a deli Or something You know That's fine it's yeah. interesting exactly. If you want it to be Well I say
4: that If you're a clerk At a deli now Then why would you Have been a high priestess In the past life
0: Right like, Oh True, true. Well, Good point
2: Maybe made some mistakes. Sick Burn, Mark. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So wait, um, does it? Do you see if I have like, um, is there like, do I have like a soulmate or am I not meant to be with somebody long term?
4: Think-
2: what is that? What? No, it's like the exact question I have too. <laughs> no, it's oh. interesting
4: that you say that because I think that you both like partnering. Mm-hmm. It's good you have each other, you know, to, to partner on this. Yeah, but well, we don't have
0: sex. No, <laughs> well, you know, well, you, you, have know, you each can't other. have
4: everything. Does no Come one
2: else. On like, we're doomed to yeah.
0: sexless. No, I Friendship think that in
4: terms fine. of, um, Corinne, that you tend a little bit to see people as you'd like them to be instead of how they really are. Oh. There's a, a little <laughs> bit of that projection of you know that the chemistry's great. You know, this is my prince, and you're in a hurry, of course, to uh, find out you know so you 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 consummate but the, the exact thing that you need to do if you really want the kind of relationship you want is to be old-fashioned to make them work mm-hmm. just like are in you the trying to say movies. not be a
0: slut right away and uh, yeah
4: no i'm saying definitely hold off on i think there's no
0: there, there is a strength to that tactic no when it gets... i
4: think it's uh, what's valued what's worked for is valued yeah. What is, That's, uh, you know, yeah. what's earned is valued. What comes too easily is not. Mm-hmm. So if you really like someone and you want them to like you, you have to have the sort of self-respect, at least, you know, in their eyes, to uh, make them work. Mm-hmm. If they earn it, I mean, every molecule, nothing, not, every drop.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It's like, you, you know, I, I'm not giving anything away.
2: Yeah. That's very interesting because, yeah, I wasn't being. Tra- I like, met someone I really liked. Um, oh, I knew the person, but uh, we see each other in a different light now. And I'm and and uh, we did, you know, started hooking up as the kids say. And uh, then I wasn't being treated the way I wanted to be treated, so I literally I stopped the whole thing and I pulled back and I'm seeing somebody else now. And now it seems like someone's creeping back in.
4: Well. <laughs> Scoot, scoot. If you don't have a friend, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, perhaps making a friend first would be a good thing. Although you are reticent to let, as much as you're capable of expressing your feelings, you're reticent to let people touch you on, on a deep, intimate level. Yeah. So earning it is the best idea. Mm-hmm. Someone who earns your trust has a friend, a real friend. And those that don't, they, they're they just acquaintances.
2: All right. Yeah.
4: So you know, my advice in terms of actual advice is, if you see someone you really like, you need to take your good old time and make them work. And you need to work too. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need a challenge too. Yeah. If yes. they come too easily, that's
2: not easy. That's good either. That's hundred percent. That's a big part of the problem.
4: So you know everybody they're just flailing you know, their dicks at you huh and you're like,
2: well, guys, come on, make me earn it <laughs> Yeah, no, I need to work yeah no, it's a, it's a turn off
0: it's a, it's a uh, yeah, I think generally it's usually a turn off when someone yeah when the that's why women don't like men who come off as so freaking dead it comes off as desperate when a guy's like, here's my dick like yeah calm down, buddy. I don't even know
2: your name you know I just like work in general. I like enough I like to work for everything, not just relationships. I don't know why I like I, it's like I like some kind of form of hum- human torture. Well,
4: I think the challenge is the best part for you, and and then you know,
2: everything else is like, well, this wasn't even worth it.
4: <laughs> well, I think that when it gets once it gets mundane and routine, it's time yeah. for a new challenge. Yeah, the, the problem. Some people will stay challenging. You know, mm. I you know, I I happen. Do you know James? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm a child of the '60s, so the one thing well, that you funny. always talk about came so easily to oh, me. That sexual intercourse or stuff. the sexual, stuff. Oh, the, sexu-
0: Acid? Oh.
4: the sexual stuff. <laughs> Well, it all came easily yeah. in the '60s. But you know, it, I never thought twice about it. I was glad that there weren't diseases that you know yeah. that didn't go away. Then, yeah. Uh, Chris had never got any, so I was lucky. But um, I was promiscuous, so. But you know, I in the end, I uh, of course waited till thirty eight to get married and forty five to have a child. But
0: oh, I, I like f- that.
4: Found somebody perfect for me. Wow! So um, did you make
0: her work?
2: Did she make you work?
4: Um. You gonna...
2: Oh, that's not uh, how his hand. Maybe that's not his hand. Well, <laughs> his hand line.
4: That's a long story. Oh, we don't oh, have oh, enough okay. time yeah, in yeah, the
2: podcast. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's cool. <laughs> You're delightful. Um.
0: Anything else about
2: mm, I don't know I feel like Yeah I mean I, I The things I think about most Are like love and career But there are other, obviously Other aspects to life I think about philanthropy too But um, is there anything Like beyond those three things That it should be something That I'm looking at Or concentrating on life That I'm not
4: I think that as long as you have a good cause, that's something you consider a good cause, that you have a quest, mm-hmm. that'll keep you going. Because you need to be inspired. You need to feel passionately. Mm-hmm. That's really, really important to you, that you, you have that uh, that part. Otherwise, it's going to get mundane, routine. So it almost doesn't matter if you are excited about what it is you're doing. It almost doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen hints uh, like yours on... Uh, Most frequently, people are in business for themselves. Um, But uh, event planners and contractors. That's so funny. If I wasn't
2: a comedian, I would want to be an event planner. I would want to be a party planner.
4: Yeah. Well, you'd be good at it. Thank you. I mean, you have the social skills and you um, don't really care what anybody thinks. Hmm. It's kind of like you're going to do what you want to do no matter what.
2: That's true. And
4: that's a good thing because when people say no, you'll just go knock on the next door. <laughs> Instead of taking it personally and saying, oh me, what if, I, what if I finally had said this or only had done that or whatever, which a lot of people do.
2: Yeah, I've noticed from the podcast and then I was like, wow, you guys must be wasting a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, there's a lot of procrastinators out
2: there. <laughs> that's really funny. Neither of you are one of them. That's <laughs> interesting. Huh. Wow. Cool. Okay. Can talk about her hand? Yeah. yeah, I, I don't wish.
4: know. We'll talk about... But let me look at her, let me look at her chart for her chart. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about being a Pisces and, you know, like the Little Mermaid and all that. But the you're dominant in Earth and cardinality. So that's Capricorn energy.
0: Okay, what's Capricorn energy?
4: Um, on the dark side, it would kind of be like Scrooge.
0: Oh, man. You know, it's
4: very <laughs> practical, very... Um, responsible reliable dependable Whoa. pragmatic objective of course that's one aspect of you mm. um i think you do have a highly developed sense of responsibility and uh, obligation and that kind of a thing um and i think that there was you're you're, you're different emotionally than corinne you are more practical about your feelings it's it's like you the, the romantic thing is not as important to you as uh that things be the way you want them to be kind of <laughs> um you're in a very different place in terms of career-wise because you've been working uh, you know towards what you're doing and now it's time to to reap the harvest it's like you're, it's time for you to make the most in whatever way you can of what you've got mm-hmm. um You're both ambitious. You're both hardworking. You know, you too are fiercely independent, don't like being told what to do, Um, hate bureaucrats and critical authority figures. Hell yeah. And uh, I think you've built a lot of self esteem. I don't think that valuing yourself was something that was just so easy. Um, you're a little ambiguous you know emotionally and mentally so <laughs> it's hard making up your mind in your heart yeah I mean when the 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 heart gets difficult you compartmentalize you rationalize you analyze you you want to make decisions about feelings it's easier than sometimes verbalizing them, though you're very capable of verbalizing them <laughs> um I think Corinne has to verbalize them in the end um, even though she, she doesn't want to let anybody cl- in,
0: yeah, I'm too scared sometimes to do that. You
4: learned as a child to um, be a good little girl, or at least yeah. appear to be a good little girl. So if you did something your parents didn't approve <laughs> of, they just didn't know about it.
5: <laughs> well, that's yeah. accurate. Yeah, damn. And it's
4: probably still true, actually. Yeah. Um, so. As powerful as you've become and you have, you've really worked hard on yourself, you give your power away by thinking you have to be on good behavior, you have to fix it, you have to make everything okay. So if you someone you know, your potential mate, partner, whatever, is cranky or, you know, behaving in a way you don't like, you 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 try and fix it. Mm-hmm. You 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 figure well because I am who I am or the way act the way I am they'll come around or <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll you know everything will be okay because I'm trying so hard or uh, <laughs> you know because I am who I am but that's not true because you've got to choose them right from the get go first and uh, and you have to know yourself well enough that when you fall into patterns like pretending everything's okay when it's not or acting like oh uh, everything's fine when it's not fine then you're doing everybody this service
0: mm-hmm. yeah
4: and no you don't want to be doing that i do not <laughs> it's yeah. exhausting so i say own your power yeah and this is your time yeah this is your time to be your most powerful self
0: all right okay how can i best do that <laughs> uh
4: pay attention to your behavior okay um, because it's really easy to fall back into patterns from childhood. Mm-hmm. You learn early, and it becomes a habit. And habits are hard to break. Yeah. And it's, you know, and buttons get pushed. Mm-hmm. So you, the little girl's still in there wanting to be loved and approved of and yeah. know, everything else.
0: Yeah, and I feel that. I've, where I work with a trauma psychologist, and we do a lot of inner child stuff, and I have... She asked me to identify the the child that's... What age the child is that is hurt by this particular thing. I, I have, in particular, one person uh, that's... In the, romantically, that just triggers me. Just very... And they don't... It's not even something that they are doing. Like, they're not doing anything on purpose. Uh, and then somebody asked me to identify it. And I was like, she's three. And she's so scared that, like... like, and So, yeah. Do you have any... Um, Recommendations on how to Like other than just Feeling you at three Because I don't really know What I'm doing But I feel like I have I sort of feel like I have like these weird Powers sometimes Where I can like Like I can lay down And if I really concentrate I can make any part of my body Like go numb It's weird Yes you can uh, do that So the inner child work I'm really interested in doing Because I want to heal that stuff
4: Well for Pisces It's an ideal uh, Kind of activity mm, Okay <laughs> um, I You know I, People come to me And they, they 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 say Oh I learned more In five You know Ten minutes And I did Six months with my psychiatrist But that's not true Because it's easy To identify things It's hard to work them out Right so Yeah I, 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 <clears throat> I You know I don't want to Hear the same thing Over and over again Right. You know, I'm too impatient and, and you know, I, I just don't you know, it's not my thing. Um uh, my daughter who's Same February nineteenth yeah, yeah. is a psychotherapist and oh. so she and she knows tarot and things like that. But she um likes doing that. Yeah. You know, she helps people and yeah. um th- that's the the best way to, to get at that stuff. I mean if you go to a regressionist you can learn in this life what happened at three years old that made you feel that way and that would help a lot because they, oh, they, they kind of have you put you in a tunnel. There are lights in the tunnel and there are certain places you move backwards in time, they talk you through it. The lights, they you turn the lights on. Mm-hmm. So there are places where it's dark, you have to stop there, turn the light on and see what it is, why, you know, that, that was in oh, the dark. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, you, you know, I did it myself with a, you know, a pretty well-known a regressionist and... I, and I got back to my really early childhood and uh, found myself, you know, on the potty w- with uh, my mother making grunting noises, trying to force me to go to the bathroom when I didn't have to. Oh wow! So it, it, you know, like I, I had to be the first kid on the block to be toilet trained or whatever. Wow. So, okay. Um, maybe that's too much information no but. no
3: no like that, no. that, that moment for a that's child right. no it was if you uh, think it was, about it, it was your parental
0: figure is forcing you to urinate or defecate yeah, and no it's like, exactly and it's like it's confusing but no one's te- like you can't step out of the situation and go oh, she just is whatever her reasonings it, are you can't identify it does it kid. makes you
4: anal or whatever your mm-hmm. fixation is right. i mean and after that i did confront my mother and you're know, not to blame her or anything but i right. said hey you know we weren't the perfect family. That, that you know, I have gone back in my memory and I've remembered a lot of things. And she said, "Son, I'm sorry. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I apologize for anything I've done. You'll you know, when you're a parent, you'll you'll understand. You know, mm-hmm. you, you we try our best, but sometimes you know, I, I was immature. I, I screwed up. You know, I I yeah. did the best I could." Yeah, so I accepted yeah. her apology and you know moved, moved on because you know the
5: truth you is, is it's, you got you to move on. I mean,
0: it's re- uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious, um, what is that? So is all that from my chart? Is that or do, do, do my hands no, say you're, anything? you're
4: absolutely. Your your hands, as opposed to Corinne's, where she's a, a a big picture person. You're much better at you know organizational stuff, at uh, technical stuff, mm. at um, <laughs> You know, um, dealing with the the detail of whatever it is. Yeah. So that's complimentary. Yeah. Um, Although neither of you have a lot of patience.
0: (laughs) But that's good for us, though, because we like getting... Let's get shit done.
4: Yeah. And plus you could delegate things. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't really want to be doing a lot of this stuff that
0: really
4: is, <laughs> is too mundane or, no. or routine. Yeah. You have Emily to do. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, Emily. Uh, we'll have to look at Emily's hands after. Um,
0: <laughs> that's cool. Could you, uh, somebody read my palm a long, long, long time ago and told me about like lifelines and kids. Can you see how many kids somebody's? You gonna know, have from their um, palm?
4: of course, mine didn't appear in my hands. So after I had her, uh. so what you see Ooh. is what you think. Oh. The pers- hands change as thinking and circumstances oh, really? change. I, I used to print everybody. Now I take digital photos. Sometimes if I think I'm going to have a long term client, so mm-hmm. I can look over time yeah. with the the those hand, how those hands have changed. Wow! Some people's hands don't change because those are people that are very fixed that don't don't change
0: yeah you know, yeah there yeah. are
4: people like that that you're, you're not two of them
0: oh, okay oh, okay you do We're change. evolving that's good that's good that's progress do you have your tarot cards with you i do um could we and that so tarot you said is for the future future no, things it, well it can be I, right. have, I have i have questions about my future and because this is a sex and dating and relationship podcast might as well just ask you know I feel stuck on a person and it makes no sense and I'm truly uh, uh, exhausted by it, confused by it. And the person literally is just existing, and I'm. It's it's weird, and I just I don't know if there's something in that, but I don't well, I don't the
4: know how Tarot, tarot works. is perfect for that. Oh, so that's good. We're gonna give help you shed some insight into it. But oh, what I'm gonna do is pull away from the mic, spread the cards, sure. shuffle the cards, spread them out. You're gonna pick ten. Okay. I'm gonna use a Celtic cross spread, which is a six month spread. Okay. And we'll take a look at your question, like, and to to frame it, you give yourself agency what can i do to make this relationship better if that's something you're interested in or i just don't know if that's the right move
0: i I don't know what i don't know
4: you don't want to ask a yes no question okay you could say what's wrong with this why am i feeling this way okay that's yeah okay so i'm gonna okay cards out yeah like the hands and like the chart the cards are more relevant in relationship to each other than they are seen as individual symbols got it uh, so, so I won't take offense to the uh, devil. But although every, uh, the devil relates to, on the whole, shame and a, a lot of sexual issues. So it could be that you're wanting something that you're not getting and or, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm taking it out of context now. So okay, we're, okay. We're got at it. So that's at the end of the spread. Um, each position means something. Um, so, um, and there are 78 cards, so. You know there's That's a, a lot yeah. some, although some people keep picking the same cards even though they shuffle them well and everything oh else. Wow. Not yeah the, um, not the exact same cards but relevant ones yeah mm-hmm. um so here you are at a a, a crossroads this is where you, you you know you've been you know you kind of want this uh, relationship you have everything you need to to rock and roll to to move forward to go ahead um but you're not sure what direction to 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 take you can't make up your mind you um you know kind of don't really know which way to go mm-hmm. so um perhaps you've been consulting uh well let's let's stop first you you the person you want they need to be powerful they need to be ambitious it can't just be about chemistry they need to be have their shit together they need to be a professional in the world have a career not need you to fix yep. them, or not need you to make everything okay. So uh, it's it's a tall order. You're a very independent person. You don't want codependent relationship. So yeah. th- th- you know that's the first thing. Um, you also, um, t- to a certain extent, feel like and not knowing what's wrong, like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, you know, there's enough good stuff that you you don't want to lose it, but there's not enough good stuff to to want to keep it, you know, in a way and mm-hmm. you're, you know, so you may be talking with other people, but what that ends up doing is making you feel more dissatisfied because yeah. nobody really knows, you know, you you know, but you don't know, you know, necessarily, but nobody really knows anything. All they know is your you know, you you seem unhappy, you seem happy, so they're responding to you. So the best thing you can do is keep it to yourself as much as possible, unless you consult a mentor, someone who either has a lot of experience with relationships that, Mm. um, you know, is a relationship counselor or, um, you know, knows you... But I think only on a need- to know basis should you be talking about this relationship, and probably if you're talking about it on the air you're Whoopsie. really in trouble:
0: Well yeah. no, I don't really talk about it that much on the air yeah uh, I, I used to, but not anymore because I find when I talk about it with friends I'm like, I just feel gross
4: Yes yes, no feels don't gross. talk about it with friends. that's my advice okay um, but do find somebody who can help you have real insight into it okay um, it's your birthright to have a great relationship. It's your, you know, it's like the promise. You, you deserve it, you've worked hard to, to be able to have it, but it's gotta be somebody who, in certain ways, is like you, Yeah. you know, fun-loving and yeah. adventurous, and then you, know, you could go off, you can plan, dream, work as a team, I mean, you could be doing completely different things, but, yeah. you know, but, but sort of just be in each other's lives. You know, be in it, a real be way. It, be an add-on to yes. a great life. Yes. Yeah, that's my yeah. idea. Uh, you know, plan a great trip, an adventure or something yeah. like that. That's mm-hmm. going to be a real adventure. It's going to renew and refresh yourself. Um, I think that the, right now things are falling apart you're trying to keep them together but they're actually falling apart and if romantically
0: they, or in my life
4: no i'm talking about the, you're With asking about the this particular person yeah yeah you you asked yeah this, this particular person so we're we're addressing that and it's it, it, it there, there's stuff about the relationship that's falling apart and if you need to let it fall apart if it's going to fall apart yeah. you can't keep it you can't keep putting band-aids on a compound fracture or whatever you need yeah. to to um if it's gonna work out it's great that it'll work out if it isn't that's great too
0: yeah because then everyone can move on
4: exactly yeah and other people see it falling apart you you, <laughs> you it's not like you don't uh, <laughs> you know like that it, it's just you it, you right. know, other people see it they <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like uh mm, there christina, she goes again <laughs> you know i don't know christina handwriting's on the wall but you're yeah, just yeah. kind of like ignoring it or whatever yeah so um and i think that they're they're you know, there's a sexual show, but you're, there are sexual issues in this relationship. Yep. And you need to... Um, <laughs> Corinne's
0: uh, got a <laughs> shit-eating grin on her face right now, guys. Just, <laughs> you, you need to know that. Because <laughs> she knows. You,
4: you need to address them. You need to... And there, there, it could be something back in childhood. I mean, you know, you're... For not, me or Yes, for, yes, for you. Mm. Uh, I uh, have well, sexual no, issues? No, it could be for the other person, too. It could be that something happened in their childhood... That made them either uptight about something or, Jesus, uh, yeah. you know, uh, have maybe there was a religious thing that, that, that uh, got in the way Ooh. or a parent that, that had, uh, you know, some kind of fixation that, that was unhealthy. Um, you know, they, for a lot of reasons, people have their... And, yeah. know, that this, this show is so popular. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: very
5: true.
4: I mean, I purposely didn't watch any of the episodes. And the first thing my daughter said when I told her I was going to be on this is, you should watch some episodes. And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank
2: yeah. you for not. Yeah.
4: Um, so I think that the Let best thing you could do right now take space. Take space. Take time. Find a peaceful place where you could feel centered and whole. Away from this person, and if you, you know, at some point you want to come back, great. If not, that's great too. That'd be better, yeah. <laughs> um, right now, from the extra card you picked, you picked the eleven instead of ten, but it was an accident. The two were stuck together. It shows that you're using tact and this diplomacy. You're using gal to keep everything going. You're you're not really truly being honest. You're yeah. Um, you're hiding the deeper stuff because you're afraid it's gonna, you know, uh, you know, put the blitz on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, that's really a mistake. You have to be yourself. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. Whatever that is. Right. You take a lesson for from Corinne. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Thank you for... Thank you.
2: You want to do your cards, Corinne? Yes.
4: Okay. Yes, I do. So... Let's talk about your question.
2: I, the romance stuff that you're talking about is, is correct. I, I don't even try to hide it that much. And I think it's come, it's come out more from doing this podcast. Cause I think when we started, um, you would think that Christina was like the romantic and I was like the sexual crazy one. And it's actually completely the right. opposite. Crazy with love. Not like yeah. just like more. I'm, I'm more vanilla. Um, I like, I like. I'll do weird stuff But only with one person I don't like groups I like the same person Very much looking for Like a really deep Like almost psychotic Connection with someone Mm -hmm. I'm into that Mm -hmm. I like serial killers (laughs) You know like I like I like like a real Like not codependent but like intense real intention like a real intensity there I yeah. do like that um on both ends and I want to feel it too like a like a but without yeah without jealousy or control and I, it is possible but that's a very specific c- combination um and so I like a year and a half ago I got out of uh, a relationship uh, that was. I mean, I really liked that person, but then as I step away from it, it gets more and more. I see, I see the light on how toxic it was, and we were very similar. But the only difference I would say is that um, he's a bad person, I'm a good person, and that's actually something he pointed out, not me. And I was like, you know what? Really, like, he said, I think that I might be a bad person, and you're a good person, and I will always remember that because I didn't want it to be true at the time, but I think it might, it might be true. Um, why? You, you oh, no, I get that because <clears throat>
4: you're sometimes uh, so rebellious that you, you, you almost cut off your nose to spite your own face.
2: Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I mean,
4: as a, probably as a child, your prob your parents probably thought, "Oh God, you know, she's never going to listen to anybody."
2: Well, yeah, I mean, as far as ma- my mouth constantly gets me in trouble. Um, not like I'm not like violent or anything like that. I never have. Been, I've never hit on anyone. I've never been in a fight, anything like that. But yeah, my mouth constantly gets me in trouble. I was like a pretty good kid as far as like mm-hmm. a goody two shoes, but that's because it was there was no choice. Like I would have been I would have been locked up in a cage had I not. Like my 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 parents are like restrict without being. Well, I think- Violent. You're
4: ambitious. I think you, <clears throat> you 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 had a need to work hard all your life at whatever it was that you did.
2: Yeah, I I always did, and I and I also think there's like you know, as I get older, it's uh I I work extra hard because because I have the time and energy too because I didn't have a lot of trauma in my childhood, so it's almost like I I'm like oh I want to I don't know I just feel like I have to earn things maybe a little bit more than other people, even though there's like I shouldn't like punish myself for having. For just like the luck of having a good life that I often do, um, and then so that relationship, it's, I've had a really hard time getting over that. Even though I I know now that was not right, and I'm the one who ended it. Um, and I guess then since then, because I was I was happy to be in a relationship, and I because before that I had been like single for four years, uh, and. I'm usually not someone who's looking to be in a relationship But I felt feel like that one was kind of like taken from me Without my control in like his behavior And so now it's almost like I've been frantically Looking for someone else to understand me I have a really hard problem like being understood And I feel like you said disconnected from people a lot And as soon as someone even like says something on a date That lets me know like they really don't get me at all I immediately like shut down um and so in the past um uh in the past what 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 month is it now september so in the past like nine months i would say i think i've like fallen in love like three times and the first one definitely not in love with anymore or, or not even sure if i ever was and then this the next two are people who are still kind of in my life and i don't and now I f- and now I feel like it might be like I might have to make a decision between the two, like wh- like going back to this person I walked away from, or really getting to know this new and exciting person. And I don't know what which one to pick, or what wh- or what which one to follow and like devote my time and attention to, or maybe neither. You know.
4: So how do you want to frame the <clears throat> question?
2: Yeah, that was like very complex. This is giving you a lot of backstory. Um Yes. I, uh i mean, I think the question is there's two people of interest who show interest in me um and how do I know which one to pursue
4: okay yeah
2: um
4: I think you use the word falling in love and for for you to a large extent that's a fantasy uh-huh that's a um i mean until it's a reality right it's a, a Uh, A dream A a desire Uh huh And so um, I mean it goes back a little bit to How You know Who's working hardest For your uh, You know uh, Your love or whatever Your affections Yeah And um, But let's spread the cards Okay I'm gonna just move this out of the way first
2: Yeah sure Make a pile of ten
4: interesting thing christine i didn't notice which ones but you picked some with your conscious hand some with your unconscious hand oh it did sometimes i pay attention yeah um and but other times i you know
0: oh conscious meaning like like particularly or no like random or your
4: your right hand is your conscious hand because you're right-handed yeah okay yeah your left hand is unconscious so you picked some with your left hand oh yeah and that you know it has a slightly different meaning oh
2: okay interesting (laughs) The hermit. I don't know if he's just like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh.
0: This bitch gonna die.
4: (laughs) Well, they say sometimes it's not what you see, but what you say and how you say it that that makes the difference. Of
2: course, of
0: course. Definitely tone matters. Uh, Yeah, that's Um, a problem I have.
4: (laughs) Ten different tarot readers could be here and give you ten different interpretations, and they could all be right. Right. But they they may be different from each other. Um, I think you too. Uh, need to take some time and space. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're so wanting everything in a hurry that you tend to c- kind of push um, more than. Uh, I mean, you can't force things. They have to take their time and unfold in their own way.
2: I'm, I'm turning th- 34, though, so.
4: Uh, so <laughs> you, is that Mother no, Nature no, calling? No, 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 no. I don't want to have
2: kids. I'm just, I'm just okay. messing with
4: you. <laughs> All right. No, well, I, you know, there is a reality to jerry- that Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I, honestly, I think about that like a lot. And, and that's why I don't, like, force, like, dating apps and stuff like that. Because there is no Mother Nature time clock for me. Because I don't want to have good. kids. It doesn't matter.
4: Yeah, that's good. I mean you you know your creativity or your children too you're, you're you know
2: Thank you. My career's my baby. Thank you. Yeah. And dogs. Yeah.
4: So um are you have had some counseling but you're you're still in a place where mm-hmm. I mean I call this Oive it's like you <laughs> you you, you, you've, you, yeah, you know you've a- you've worked so hard, you've had so many relationships, you 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 know and now you have these two, but, so what do you do for an encore? What's next what, <laughs> you know, how do you proceed? Yeah. Um, and I think that what this is saying is, is that you need quality alone time. You need to take some alone time. You need to bit back off mm-hmm. and see w- how that affects those relationships and how those people respond to that, um, that taking of space and time.
2: Hmm interesting
4: um, to, it's important to realize that you're the place you're in is a consequence of your own choices and actions
2: always mm-hmm.
4: so you're, yeah. you're in the situation you're in because you've chosen it yep mm-hmm. um, you know and you're just getting to know yourself in new ways despite the fact that you're 34 you are um, still only um, and perhaps always but uh, right now uh, in touch with feelings that you've not been in touch with hmm. so you're seeing yourself in new ways um you're also are independent or even maybe more independent than you've been in the past in that you're uh, responsible for yourself and not asking anybody for anything mm-hmm. um you're it's interesting because you both have had s- have such similar symbolism in this <laughs> particular case. It's, it's different, but it's very similar. Um, that other people are seeing it differently than you're seeing it. You know, you're you're seeing your what you want, right? And other people are seeing that. Some one of them is definitely not, you know, right or when we know. It, I
2: know who that is.
4: Um, <laughs> To, or, you know, perhaps it's, you know, it's going to fall apart to, you know, sooner or later. So why don't you just let it?
5: Yeah.
2: Mm.
4: Um, and you, you, you don't like being confused. No. It's hard on you. you uh-huh. it's, it's very frustrating for you to be confused. So, and you are confused right now. Mm-hmm. And so what I, I, I want to say is that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to feel confused. You, you have to be patient with yourself. It's. Um, it will sort itself out. Um, you know, you have high ideals, and you um, do have dreams and visions. And personally, I wouldn't settle for less. I wouldn't. I wouldn't compromise. Yeah. I mean, you're you're um, a person who is romantic. You are romantic. You you are old fashioned. So be romantic and old-fashioned but don't compromise
5: mm-hmm.
4: you know if if uh someone isn't right that doesn't mean kick them to the curb but it, it means that you know you have a partnership meeting and talk about what's working well it isn't and you know how you can without blame you can work together to make things better mm-hmm. um i think that you're biggest challenge is kind of not being in a hurry yeah like you you, you're you're uh once you know or see you know what you want you just you know let's get on with it let's you know let's get it together or whatever but that it just doesn't work that way you you can do that way for yourself Mm -hmm. it's great you want to you know do something make something build something go ahead do it but, yeah you know when someone else is involved you cannot control or uh you know uh their their timing their their destiny whatever
2: yeah Hmm. okay uh,
4: so in terms of the, this spread i would say the best way to deal with these two relationships is not to think which one is better which one is less good right now but Take some time and space from both of them, and I don't know how much time that means. Mm-hmm. Um, could be a short time, or it could be a little longer. But quality time. You know, maybe you don't like being alone. You 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 you, you want to have a partner. You um, enjoy partnering, and you feel like you should have a partner. But um, until there's no question.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: There's a question.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed.
0: Because when a relationship is going to work out, is it is like should it just seamlessly work out? I don't think so. I think okay, that it's.
4: I think it's work yeah. all the time. Yeah, forever and ever.
0: Yeah, and it's fun to put work in a relationship. But I've noticed like the times that I've just eased into a relationship with somebody, and there was just no confusion. Like there's been a couple times in my life where we've just both been engulfed in each other and there was no game playing. There was no, there was some waiting, but just out of self-respect and I don't even know you that well yet, kind of waiting. But like, and then sometimes you meet somebody and there's a lot of hurdles and it's like, well, when is that worth jumping over the hurdles? Like you can't, it's hard to tell sometimes. Well,
4: it's one big obstacle course out there. So yeah, yeah. You, you decide.
0: Yeah. And what do you think about online date? Do you think that messes up? Like, do you think online dating messes up the natural flow of things? Um,
4: I, on the whole, don't recommend it, although I've met people who have had great success. I mean, I have a nephew
0: because of online dating, so I'm, you know, obviously, you know, I'm a believer, but at the same time, it (laughs) does, there's something about it that feels a little Uh, It's not something
4: I would do, because I feel like without, you know, um, eye contact and touch and, you you know, real communication, you know, people say, oh, I want a reading, you know, from a distance, I could probably... You know, get rich doing that. But I'm not interested in reading people from a distance because I need to see, I need to look in their eyes, I need to yeah. feel connected, I with need them. to feel connected, I need yeah. to know whether I'm on the right track or not.
5: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Huh. Well, shit. Wow. So, how? Where? If people would like, do you have any more questions, Corinne? I don't want to.
2: No, I think I'm okay. Um,
0: if people want to, um, do you have to be in New York City to hire? What are the services you offer? You do, Bert? You read charts? tarot readings and palm readings is that yeah
4: i do an overall um consultation, consultation. an hour and a half to two hours okay a, you know and i charge 250 dollars it's just a flat fee okay um and what's like a, what's bad. a
0: good what's a good um reasonings for people like when your clients come to you like what are you what areas are you most helpful with or yeah what?
4: there's three reasons people come to see somebody like me they're they're concerned about relationship that's Number one, that's yeah. my specialty, and it's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. N- number two is career, yeah, and uh, I'm I'm great at career, but um, and number three is health. Uh, although I'm not a medical, uh, metaphysical person, mm-hmm. I can see things and I can
0: recommend. Oh. oh, Corinne's actually been having some health issues. Oh, weird. With your, oh, yeah. yeah, sugar metabolism or something. Right. Oh,
2: well, I have insulin resistance, and I was just like, I gained like thirty pounds in a in a year, even though people, even though like I work out like an insane amount and was like on like a twelve hundred calorie a day diet. I mean, I went to an endocrinologist and he figured it out, mm-hmm. but. uh it was just annoying. <laughs> I mean, it was annoying because people were like, you know, you're just getting older. Be body positive. You're just like gaining some weight. And I'm like, no, no my body's shutting down. Like a 33-year-old woman shouldn't be having to take a three-hour nap in the middle of the day because no. she has no energy to go yeah. on.
4: It's good to trust your intuition and mm-hmm. it's good to follow up. I, uh, you know, would never diagnose. So if I see something that it actually does look serious to me, I'll say, I'm not a medical palmist, but I think you should see your internist. Yeah, or can't hurt. Oh,
2: yeah. So, like, that would just come up, in, like, the would it come it would up come in the come palm, up or
4: It generally comes up in the in the palm. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: wow, cool.
2: Okay, cool. To be like, okay, he- <laughs>
0: so health. Yeah, yeah. Are we healthy? My stomach's bug. Um, so, health, career, love, relationships, and where can people find you? Where can people contact you?
4: I guess go to my website. Website: you know, the markseltman.com.
0: Mark Selman. And can you spell that for everybody? Uh, We're going to have it in the description of the podcast, but just in case people are driving and they want to all right Hear it's
4: it. m-a-r-k-s-e-l-s-e-l-t-m-a-n okay great and Mark it's Siltman. just mark's open
0: okay cool
4: so that's it. Thanks Thank
0: so you. much, Mark. This is, is really insightful and really. Oh, and interesting.
4: parties are special too. So
0: oh, parties special Ooh. events. I do five
4: minute quickies. No. Oh,
0: uh, tarot or
4: uh, no? I, I do tarot sometimes, but there's nothing like hands for a yeah. party because yeah. in five minutes you you could tell a lot. Could... It's a
2: motto to live by. Nothing like hands for a party. <laughs> Mark's <laughs> it's a out. Hands on. Yeah, hey, I, I love, that'd love that. Be, that'd be your Tinder bio. That would okay. be a really fun thing to do. Yeah, that's a great idea. Actually, to I hire love that. Hire also, Mark moisturize. He's a man who moisturizes. Your hands are very nice. Nice. And Big I, I noticed that Thank you So thank yeah, you Yeah, a good cuticle It's a real courtesy <laughs> It is, yeah Honestly It was a pleasure man. <laughs> You as well, Mark Thank, thank you so you. much For coming on
0: thank
6: oh, you Another night Another fight night now you're Cutting him
3: loose Like a super But really I'm wearing his shoes You get sick When boys get stuck on Yahoo! (laughs)
0: okay so we are here with angel idealism hello hi Hi. welcome thank you for thank you for being here thank you for having me um we're we're very excited so you uh specialize in reading charts people's charts their birth charts right yes i am an
6: astrologer and i read astrological charts
0: okay so let's get into it um Let's. Re- so you have our information. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do. Do you?
6: We'll do. We can do Corinne. Um, I would think I'd like to do Corinne's first because she had some very specific things that I want to address. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Well, nothing bad. oh. Everybody gets scared <laughs> when you know a lot of things. I hold on. Just give me a i <laughs> I'm uh, scrolling up. Uh, that's why I asked if this was live or not. Because oh yeah, no. Oh we'll, yeah, we we'll can take your time. time. So I'm not going to read your entire chart. I'm going to uh, uh, focus more on. Um, the asteroid goddess warrior called Lilith, um, who is the she's the feminist asteroid uh, as far as I can I can I can see or my research can see, mm-hmm. and Corinne. Um, do, is it okay if I say your data? Yeah, oh, Okay, yeah. And you can edit out. She so was born in Livingston, New Jersey, September 29th, 1985, at 5.46 p.m. Mm-hmm. And that's p.m., not a.m. That's correct, yes. Okay, great. So this gives you crack whore rising. No, I just had to say <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, your crack but, you whore know, rising? You make
6: crack whore, and I don't care. I really, you know, really don't you know, actually care. But anyway, so I just wanted to say. <laughs> People, people who are crack are the most fabulous people in the world. Okay. So anyway, so you have Pisces <laughs> Ascendant. So Pisces is such a fascinating sign because it's... The saint the ho the spiritualist the debaucher Uh pisces just it's ruled by neptune and just likes to escape to another place um to escape the visceral realities of every day um so uh one way to escape is through spirituality swimming in the ocean meditation yoga um and the other way is to escape through drinking, debauching, etc. So just so long as you, you know, become another entity somehow or escape a, a boring reality, that's the, the, just the nature of Pisces. We think Mary Magdalene from the Bible, that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, so that's your ascendant. So you want to transcend the mundane one way or the other. So, of course, that gives you a Virgo descendant, and the descendant is the partnership house. Who you marry, how you marry, how you vibe on relationships. So, of course, because you are a Libra's son, Most people know their basic sun sign astrology. And I I happen to really like Libras, by the way. So anyway, so your sun is in Libra and it's also in a Libra house because the seventh house is a Libra house. Um, Because Libra rules balance fair play and harmony in relationships. You have Virgo on the cusp of the house. So that means you're a bit picky and fussy about partnerships and you're very analytical about partnerships. and Or you would attract a very... um, picky fussy analytical type of partner communication is huge with your partnerships because virgo uh, virgo is ruled by mercury uh, and the plant, your planet mercury is in your seventh house the house of partnerships in the sign of libra so communicating about relationships is very important too and having uh partnerships with people when you do communication proce- uh, 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 projects um so that makes you a project hoe basically is (laughs) the the upshot of that. So you have something uh, kind of interesting. You have Fortuna, a.k.a. the part of Fortune, which is just a, a, a lucky part in the sky that happens to be in your seventh house. So you've got a, a very interesting lineup in your seventh house, the House of Partnerships, and you have Juno, the asteroid of marriage in Libra, in the sign, uh, in in, a, in its domicile in the seventh house. So partnerships are of extreme importance to you. So I'm going to tell you something that's going to save you about 35 years of therapy, which basically <gasps> I went to therapy for you and all you bitches so that I could you know say this information. Thanks, Angel. And just a little disclaimer, I'm not a, a therapist. I'm not a psychotherapist. You know, okay. You're going to take the therapist out of that. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. All right. <laughs> so uh, you have Venus in Virgo. Okay. Which is a very difficult placement for Venus because it's, uh, it's in its detriment because it's opposite Venus in its exaltation, which is Venus in Pisces. Venus is in Pisces is that I love you, Period. Okay, I love you unconditionally. Um, Venus and Virgo is I love you, comma, but your feet are stinky. Uh And also you have a a very exaggerated olfactory sense, meaning that your sense of smell is more particular than most people. Hmm. Or there's some issue along those lines. So if you get the slightest whiff off somebody or you, you get turned off easily with venus and virgo it's it's a very conditional sort of love Mm. so there is a critical attention to detail that is just the nature of virgo now if you put that uh, critical attention to detail in an art form, because Venus speaks to art, love, beauty, music, and money itself for that matter. So if you put your critical attention to detail into a money-making enterprise, into business, uh, or into an art form, which which requires a great deal of communication around it, Mm -hmm. uh, as in radio or podcast, um, or uh, where where your critical attention to detail is loving in and of itself or money drawing or art producing. If you put that critical attention to detail on your lover's pores, wah wah. Mm. You know, it just doesn't It does go, doesn't go. Mm-hmm. Doesn't go. Yeah. Um, but in business, you could be, or in art, you could be a master craftsman. Okay. Um, and also just this tendency to overanalyze love uh-huh. can, you know, and for your business, it's, you know, absolutely perfect. Right. But for your love life, Learning how to just go with the flow, because love should go with the flow. Uh huh. There should be a flow to it. Instead of wait, wait, let's just stop and <laughs> yeah. look at your penis firmly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And if that wasn't intense enough, your um, your Mars is also in Virgo. Mars is fine in Virgos, but you have a conjoinment. A conjunction means they're up on each other. So Mars, in essence, is the cock of the zodiac. <laughs> um, it's it's. Um, I, the male membrane, it is the, uh, you know, uh, being yang, being aggressive, being masculine. Um, and I know millennials are sort of turning gender on its ear. I'm actually not a millennial, so I'm, I'm still okay with the boy and girl thing. But right. millennials are different. So right now I, I can explain in the your outer generational planets, uh, you know, why some of those things go down. Uh, certain, certain things happen sexually in certain generations that don't happen in other generations. So mm. more on that later. So um, so it, it, Venus in Virgo is, is is has has its own uh, <laughs> its own charms, as it were. But then Mars right next to it can mean that you could be somewhat aggressive in love, or that you aggressively pursue your art, or you aggressively pursue money, or you aggressively pursue uh, you know business. So those are all the things that uh, Venus and Virgo, but it also can mean that there's an aggressive nature with love. Either you attract aggressive penises or that you're aggressive with them. But who am I to talk? My second album was called Aggressive Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so I know a lot about these you know, aggressive penis issues. Um, so in other words, you know, it's, it's the placements want to be satisfied, um, but sometimes they can be, uh, if you don't understand the, the nature of the energies in your chart, it can work against you, it could be counterproductive, as opposed to saying, "Oh, I understand this. Um, I can work with this better." Okay. And and this happens to take place in the sixth house, which is the house of everyday work. Okay. Okay. So your everyday job is to overanalyze penises. Mm-hmm. You know. So you somehow happened upon uh, that exact career. <laughs> that exact trajectory. You know, wow. career choice. Now your Mars is just shy of the seventh house, which is the house of marriage and partnership. So that means that there could be a little bit of an aggressiveness with, um, with partners or, or them being, or fighting, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, or, and again, a way around that is to have partners that are very athletic. Okay. You know, well put together, athletic, Spartan, as it were, like let's go hiking, let's do a lot of physical activities together, lots of sex, of course, um, but just physical enterprise. So that would mitigate it meaning that you wouldn't have lots of aggression and fighting in the relationship. You would have a very active relate, like a couch potato husband or wife is just not in the, yeah. some, like someone just sits around as mopey. Yeah. It's that, you know, you'd re- you'd prefer somebody who's, you know, like Marlon Brando, you know, mm-hmm. get off that roof, bitch, or whatever he says in that movie. That was the exact line, <laughs> that's yeah. His, yeah that's the, the, the best, that best line bitch. from Canada. <laughs> <in there. laughs> Let's see what else I'm going to tell you here. Um, so you have a Sagittarius midheaven. The midheaven is the fame point in the, in somebody's chart. And Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. So you, um, let's see, in your Jupiter, uh, it means that you... You kind of want to do everything with your career like if your Mm. career was a bagel it'd be an everything bagel you want (laughs)
2: everything i wish my career was a bagel like (laughs) i want to do this
6: i want to do that um but there's an element of broadcast with your career because sagittarius is the natural ruler of the ninth house and the ninth house is higher education travel publishing advertising broadcast Mm -hmm. yes and the law for that matter so having a positive upbeat and comedic approach to your career is important. Uh huh. Um, and traveling over the world, or you know, co- uh, covering politics or you know, broad subjects, um, is super important. But also doing uh, doing what you do in a comedic uh, format. You have Uranus, the planet of weird, wacky, and wild, in your house of broadcast, and Uranus rules internet, television, social media, and astrology. So you are again honoring your chart by having me here and, you know, having astrology part of your of your podcast. Wow. Cool. Interesting. So both your Uranus and your midheaven are in Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter. Um, and so, you know, to broadcast electronically is just pretty much what you were, you know, born to do. Now, back to Lilith. And Lilith, again, is the um, uh, asteroid goddess, which has to do with um, <laughs> she's the divide and conquer Uh, bitch you know uh, so Lilith um, is often you know uh, uh, someone who works in sexuality or another incarnation of it would be to somebody who works in feminism or deals with uh, women who have been uh, uh, disenfranchised in some way because of their sexuality and are angry in some way and I call it divine female anger I'm a proud uh, angry bitch you know Uh, (laughs) I, i I'm perfectly fine uh letting my anger out or you know what i say i don't lose my temper i find it oh oh damn so for you um you have lilith in your second house the house of values so that means you value anger you value feminism you value um women being able to channel their energy uh their anger for power instead of being victimized yeah okay so she first of all in your second house you have aries on the cusp which is ruled by mars so the ruler of your second house the house of values really speaks to your relationships because you you have mars your relationships and aggressive relationships because you have mars right on your um your descendant or your uh uh, seventh house cusp so um but and then in the second house you have the north node of the moon which is a karmic point a point of luck and basically um your North Node is in Taurus, so that's what you were put on this earth to do—to uh, make—to uh, make money. how oh, you know. <laughs> You're here to make some money. Let's not play around. Um, to do art and commerce because your North Node is in Taurus, and Taurus has a, a Venusian content to it, meaning that it's ruled by Venus, and Venus is art, love, beauty, and music. Um, but as the as the dispositor or the ruler of of Taurus, it's art and commerce because Taurus, a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. If they say they don't love money, they're lying. They love money. They love comfort and ease. And there can be a little snobby, but tourists love the money. So the North Node in the second house, it means you really have great luck um, and good fortune by turning art into commerce. Okay. Can you teach me? Because like I never <laughs> at the starving artist thing. Like I do it just a little too well. Yeah. <laughs> so I got into astrology because you know I get paid and stuff. It's a it's a, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's truly a miracle. And then you have admidos in the second house, and again the second house is money, but it's your values. So Edmidos, um is also known as the brick wall, and it it has a Taurus uh, vibe to it anyway, and um, it is a generational thing. Your uh, generation has it in the sign of Taurus. So, and it's in, but it's in your second house. So, uh, the the vibe with Admetos is that with great uh, perseverance and over time, you could be called upon as an expert wherever you have Admetos in. Um, uh, it, it, whatever house you have it in, whatever placement. So you have it in the second house in Taurus. So that means you would be called upon as an expert in art and commerce. And guess what? Guess what? It's right next to
3: Lilith. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
6: Yeah. So you are an sense. expert in feminism or an expert in female rage. Um, <laughs> and this is how you get a paycheck. That's cool. But anyway, so being an expert on feminism is is how you would draw a paycheck. So huh. it's, it's wow. really interesting. And then the ruler of your uh, North Node, your Admitos and your uh, Lilith are all Venus because Venus rules Taurus. Uh, you know, so art and commerce from, you know, uh, from this enterprise. And then your Venus is in the sixth house conjoining Mars. So, so your Venus conjoins your penis, basically. Uh-huh. So, you know, let's talk about cock, baby. You know, you're just, you know, you're, you're a cock talker. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, so your Uranus is in Sagittarius and Uranus is the planet of, um, of rebellion. Um, so, um, so you are going to rebel through broadcast
5: mm. because
6: your Uranus is in Sagittarius. You're going to rebel through higher education, travel, publishing, advertising, broadcasting and the law. Cool. Um, so anyway, so Uranus in, in Sagittarius means that, you know, you're going to rebel through broadcast. You're going to rebel by being you're going to rebel through comedy. Uh-huh. And rebel through comedy broadcasts because your Uranus is in the ninth house, the house of uh, house of broadcast. Quite interesting. Um, now, the younger millennials have Uranus in Capricorn. So Uranus is rebellion and Capricorn is old world structures, uh. um, conservatism. So they rebel by somehow being conservative and they also rebel by taking old world structures out at the knees. Okay. So the outer generational planets for your, for you, or for your generation are Pluto and Scorpio. So Pluto stays ten years and wanting to transform sexuality or destroy or blow up gender as we have known it. Um, then Uranus uh, rebelling again uh, through comedy because you have it in Sagittarius. So the older. Um, so the the older millennials have some sense of humor. The younger ones not so much. <laughs> yeah, because uh, because uh, you, you know you're because Sagittarius is like you know the comedic, and then of course you have your Sagittarius midheaven, um, the fame point. Oh, it's getting. Um, and then, or maybe this all this uh, astrological sex talk is just getting to me. I'm getting verklempt. All <laughs> right, so you, and, and of course, you're, you're Neptune, the planet of escapism in the sign of Capricorn. And Neptune stays 14 years in a sign. So pretty much for, for all of the millennials have Neptune in Capricorn. So that means you are very imaginative with business and that you can be structured, organized, and disciplined with um, with spirituality or with um Uh, uh, Neptune is also a broadcast planet as well. So quite interesting here. Cool. Yeah. And do you want to see a little bit about what's going on in your future? Yes. Okay. So you have Uranus, uh, the planet of um, electronics, the planet of internet, television, social media, um, and shock and things being different and weird, transiting your second house, the house of money. Uh, it's retrograding it's at six degrees now uh is it hitting anything in particular it's already opposite your Pluto oh interesting much later this year or early next Uranus the planet of weird wacky and wild will conjoin your north node in the second and therefore go opposite your south node in the eighth oh that's interesting so as humans, when we don't know what to do, we, al- we almost always do the worst fucking possible. Thing. <laughs> like, yep. I don't know what to do. Let me just find my old bad habit, the right. one I always run back to when I don't know what the fuck to do. And that's the South Note. So that's my fair- pair of old fuzzy pink slippers. So that's when I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to put on my, my, my sloppy slippers and I'm going to write shitty Yelp reviews for people. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I have a, you know, I have a little, like, backlog of stuff, you know, when you're just like, bleh, or whatever yeah. your, you know, your old bad habit is whatever that default is. So by Uranus, Uranus is going to uh, uh, activate your nodes. Like you don't really notice your nodes until they're activated. Uranus um, hitting one node in your chart and opposite the south node means that if you um, do broadcasts that are shocking and different and are really in keeping with rebellion in some way, um, you will garner help with you know, new people helping you, but you may have to say there's some hellos and some goodbyes. You may have to say goodbye to uh, people that don't support what you do or think that you've gone too far um, mm-hmm. or uh, are not okay with the your re, uh, making money from a rebellious place. Okay. Um, so it's definitely going to, and also it's you saying, what are my old bad habits and what are my new good habits? Where where are my fuzzy pink slippers here?
5: Mm-hmm.
6: You could have one foot with the old ones, one foot the new ones. But Uranus is gonna say, chop chop, you know, sort it out, uh, let it go, mm. and this is going to be in your financial access so for example you might take on you know more certain people may want to invest in you and other people may not want to invest in you mm-hmm. uh, so but it's you stick sticking with your guns and saying i want to be rebellious and bold um and i want to do a shocking broadcast you know that is about art and commerce and you know dick uh, yeah dick, <laughs> dick. Yeah, so, dick, 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 dick. oh oh and you have some good news here uh jupiter the plan of wealth and expansion Oh, so good. Um, Jupiter is the ruler uh, of your Uranus. And Jupiter in the sky right now just went over your Uranus. That's bringing you great luck and success with electronic broadcasts. Oh, wow. Whale shit. And uh, Jupiter is in its domicile in the ninth house. It loves it's It's its home. It's at home. It loves being in that house. So it's been there since, uh, let's say, last fall, uh, uh, late fall, early winter. And so... um, Late fall this year, early winter, it's going to hit, let's say mid-November, I'm ballparking. November-ish, it's going to hit your MC, media column, Latin for fame, cusp of your 10th house. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, And it's its ruler. That's amazing. So you're going to have great luck and good fortune Um, The enterprise is starting now because it's Jupiter's in the ninth house where it loves being. And it's like sort of a domino effect running up to and it's in it's at the end of the third quadrant, which I call the rise to success quadrant. So it's hitting the top of your chart later this year. And then it will continue in its trek for, uh, you know, a year from the end of basically from November of this year until November of next year. It's going Mm. to be in your 10th house. Make hay while the sun shines. It will also at at a certain point. Actually, I can tell you the date. So Neptune uh, is your Neptune and your chart in your 10th house is at 00 Capricorn on December 2nd. Uh, Jupiter will change signs from Sagittarius, its rulership position, and go into the sign of Capricorn. So just after that, uh, that would be December 2nd. So we would say by the end of um, uh, December. Uh, Jupiter will be right on your Neptune. Neptune is a has a sort of a gaseous orb. It's a it's a sort of a free floating planet. So you might feel it in advance of that, but that's so great. So basically, Jupiter is hitting both of your broadcast planets. Uh, hitting mean conjoining up on uh, your Uranus. Your Uranus just happened, and then um, later this winter, uh, it'll hit your uh well the end of fall hits your the top of your chart your fame point and then um uh in winter hitting your december hitting your neptune uh and so both of your broadcast planets are getting a huge am- a boon of luck wow hmm. sweet are you uh getting rid of some friendships or organizations you've been involved with uh not uh, organizations well the house of groups 11th house is a mundane house but you have saturn south node and pluto all in your 11th house Hope, dreams wishes humanitarian causes keep an eye on your friendships so <laughs> just want to say it's like kind of a heavy we're, we're, and i don't know if you've heard about this uh lineup of uh pluto and saturn and the south node in early january of next year 2020 oh but you don't have it hitting anything really particular in your chart so that is good you do have Neptune, the planet of confusion, delusion, illusion, but also a very inspirational and creative planet in your first house. So that means you can create whatever image that you would like okay. out, out into the world. But also you could, well, Neptune is the ruler of your ascendant. So, uh, and Neptune, again, is one of the broadcast planets. Um, so Venus is in Virgo right now by, by transit, and so it just went into your seventh house, the house of marriage and partnership, or long-term relationships. Um, so that's very, Venus is just very beautifying, um, it just makes things lovely. It makes things easy and lovely and lucrative and just nice. So that's quite good. So basically, we have also a lot of things, uh, let's see, um, Juno... Mercury, Mars, and the Sun all in Virgo now in your sixth house, the house of everyday work. And they're basically... Oh, you must be horny. Gosh. And do, oh, actually, do you have questions?
2: Uh, mm, I mean, career... I feel like there's always like a lot about career and stuff for me. And then <laughs> is there any for love? Well, I did mention right. Venus.
6: Yeah. Venus just went into your seventh right. house house of relationships. Um, and um, yeah, so, so basically Mars... Um, is also going to Mars is conjoining your Mars. That is a very sexual, but, sexual, but, but that okay. is a personal thing for you, right? Sex, right? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you asked about your personal life, so I just mm-hmm. talked about it. Oh, you. yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, so, um, yeah, uh, Mars on Mars is very you getting in touch with your energy and chi and it and basically Mars is dick so it's like oh uh, well if that's what you're into you are you mm-hmm. guys we fuck it's like yeah. I'm assuming so but it'd yeah. be funny if you guys were lesbians oh. <laughs> so I would say with Mars on your Venus you should be really pleasured to the hilt right now girl. Okay. Yeah. And if either one of these, yeah, that, that gives me exactly the information I need. In fact, I'm all out of love. <laughs> I'm so lost without your cock. No, I'm not. Yeah. So yes. So I would absolutely just go for that as much as possible. And then all that enterprise right now, it's on your Venus and Mars in the sixth house, the house of everyday work, but it's about to go into a relationship house. So a lot of people are going to be wanting to get your number and hanging out with you and You know,
2: that's just that's just started happening the past couple of weeks. It's been a little insane. Everyone I've ever dated has messaged me. Yeah, and so Mm. that's we you see that in the
6: charts. Yeah, so don't don't wait on some lame ass dick motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I don't wait on people. Yeah.
2: Oh, I I never (laughs) 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 mean
6: All right, where are we going? All right, so let's um, let's check out the next young lady christina and you are with a k k and two y's i know k y jolly i'm sure you've thought of that i haven't <laughs> until right now oh my god this a dirty mind that i have i usually see dicks wherever i go so i can come a little <laughs> so uh just check the data first sure you were born in doylestown pennsylvania mm-hmm. and that was bucks county yes gotcha would have had a slightly different uh, rising sign perhaps if you were a different county Dang. all right so i'm very particular about these things so february 19th 1988 mm-hmm. okay i love that year by the way um, and nine fifteen a.m that's correct okay so this time date and place gives you the anoretic degree of aries ascendant anoretic does not mean anorexic it means the last degree of the sign so it's the most exaggerated degree of Aries. Hmm. So uh, Aries, uh, Aries rising is me first now go 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 and it's the natural ascendant. It's natural to put yourself first. I have hmm. the opposite so I put everybody else first. Um, <laughs> but I'm charming. That's the thing. Always, I'm charming. I'm charming. So anyway so Aries ascendant so, you're, so this would make you like very assertive. Uh, very assertive. Uh, I take it you were kind of tomboy growing up? A little bit. A little bit, okay. So you're assertive. Uh, think of yourself more as somebody like I want. I need something. I want to go get it. Well, of course you have a Pisces sun, so your sun sign, very, very uh, uh, like her rising, and people often are very drawn to each other when their sun and rising sign um, are. are are the same. So anyway, so uh, Pisces Sun, St. Host, spiritualist the debaucher, you just want to escape somehow. It's a very creative sign um, uh, because you have Neptune as your ruler and Neptune is a bit of a magic planet where you Mm -hmm. can just, you know, make things, uh, use your creative imagination to uh, manifest to manifest what you want. Uh, with all, but with all Pisces, but your son is in the 11th house, which is an Aquarius house. So you're a Pisces, but with just a dash of Aquarius. So you're a little bit more wacky. <laughs> yeah. Strange, wacky, uh-huh. um, and rebellious than, let's say, the average. Um, Uh, Pisces, which just really wants to, you know, be a a creative entity, or you know, to create or destroy, uh, you know, whether artistically or through drugs. That's just the the, the nature of of Pisces. Again, the Saint, the Ho, the spiritualist debaucher can go, can you know, go either way, as it were. But in the uh, eleventh house, hopes, dreams, wishes, and humanitarian causes, um, are what you're all about. You have Mercury in Aquarius. So your Mercury is in its uh, exaltation. Um, Mercury loves being anywhere in the 11th house. So it's in the 11th house, which is an Aquarius house. You have Aquarius on the cusp of this house as well. It's not always the case. Um, So your Mercury is in its exaltation in the sign of Aquarius, which means those crazy I- ideas you have at 3 a.m., those are the money shots. Okay. That's, that's what you want. A wanna, lot of crazy ideas yeah, at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are probably up at 3 a.m. You have a lot oh, in yes. your 12th house. The 12th house, uh, well, look, more on that in a second. So the 11th house, the mundane house, but you have some very important bits there. Um, your Mercury Mercury was retrograde when you were born. I don't know if you know about the Mercury retrograde. I also was born during a Mercury retrograde. So that means that you have a, a somewhat of an unusual way of thinking or the, on your bad days, you may think about the past a little bit too much. Mm. Sometimes it can give some learning disabilities like dyslexia or ADD something like that. Um, but Mercury in the sign of Aquarius is just absolutely wonderful. All right, so you have Ceres, um, which is to nurture and be nurtured next to your Mercury. So even though you can have a brilliant or somewhat shocking way of speaking, um, you because Ceres is next to it, it means that you also wish to somehow comfort people with your with your thoughts, with your words, with your intellectual property mm-hmm. or that people may come to you to be comforted um, for your words. Um, the, your co- sense of community is extremely important to you um, and you would be a bit of a humanitarian, um, meaning that uh, you can't just think about yourself, you think about the, to- the, the totality of mankind. Um, what you think, what can I offer, what can I give? Mm uh a capricorn midheaven uh, which is that you have the natural placements on most of the cuffs on the main cusp for sure capricorn at the top of the chart means that you could be structured organized and disciplined um in your profession that you can sublimate your feelings and just get shit done like a serial killer you know okay you're not a serial killer but yeah you have something fascinating you have have you studied astrology No, but I'm very interested in it, but I've not studied it. I really think that you should do as you want, but uh, there would be a really good reason for you to do that. You have Pallas Athena, and Pallas Athena is the asteroid goddess warrior, which has to do with sensing patterns and trends and seeing a clear vision of the future to be prescient. In other words, you would know things before other people uh, know Mm. them. And at the Mm. very least in this incarnation, it would be, um, you would be a trendsetter, not a trend follower Mm. as part of and parcel of your career. So you would know upcoming trends and people would say, oh, Christina Hutchinson knows things before other people know them. And you have your Pallas Athena and Capricorn. And that's so fascinating. Your Pallas Athena... Uh, conjuncts my Mercury, or rather, my Mercury co- uh, conjuncture Pallas Athena. So, me talking about astrology as part of your career is just what was meant to happen here. All right. So, as soon as I saw it, I was like, amazing, <laughs> amazing. And all right, in your fifth house, the house of romance, fun, and games, oh. uh, you have Lilith. The hoe? Yep, yep. Now, have people the tried? Premise. Have people tried to interfere or or co-opt your uh, romances?
0: Uh, people that I'm dating Or other outsiders a- Anybody I don't know I don't think so I mean they Don't pick I mean it's not going great But I mean, no one's interfering
6: Well I mean Cheating a, a little Oh bit. I've been cheated on Many oh, times Right right So somebody so, so you're heterosexual You're with a guy Yeah And some girl tried to Oh uh, yeah but it was more The guy being a piece of shit Right 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 But there was You know someone was Stepping out on somebody Okay So um, unfortunately, that you'll have a lot of that in your life with Lilith in the fifth house. So again, I'm going to talk about the hand that rocks the cradle. I just I love using movie metaphors because mm-hmm. it's just so you know. So basically, let's say you you meet someone and you're having a great uh, time with them and you're really falling in love. And let's say you have a baby. Don't let Rebecca De Mornay come into your house and breastfeed I gotta your write kids. That down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really, just don't let that happen. So
0: you think? So what?
6: Wait, is what you're saying that I'm going to fall for some cheaters? No, no, no. no. Um, I feel that see Lilith is the um, the divide and conquer puta, so that means that in relation in romance, which is what the fifth house, romance, fun mm. and game and entertainment. Mm. So you work in entertainment and you are discussing issues of feminism, jealousy, rape, sex, infidelity. Mm-hmm. This is part and parcel of what you would be doing in entertainment. So goosebumps. Lots of them. Yeah, Lilith in the fifth house means that that's part of the, um, uh, that's part of the fodder for your entertainment grist mill, ah. which you have, which you, yes, which you, you have harnessed. So that is very interesting. Um, just in your actual romances, don't tempt fate. Uh, you know, if you if you when you first meet somebody maybe don't introduce them to all your girlfriends yet right make Take, sure you have that bond and see and then slowly you know integrate them in integrate my life if I them so and, and see if if you see that they're serious and see how they react and see how the women in your life react to them okay mm-hmm. interesting okay. yeah like no I,
0: woman is in my life has ever liked anybody i've ever dated so
6: but have they had sex with the people that you date
0: i don't think so okay. <laughs> but if they have but i also have a different view on monogamy i mean i don't want my friend fucking my boyfriend that'd be like can you pick someone else But also I have A different view Of monogamy And what it means In a Like emotional monogamy I'm all for But sexual monogamy I, I'm more Understanding that people Are You know It's not ne- Maybe not necessarily Natural for somebody To just want to fuck you For the rest of their life Gotcha
6: gotcha gotcha so it's interesting um that it's it's opposite your lilith it's what does uh, that mean well when opposition especially an exact opposition i call it an astrological boomerang the the opposition the more you try to avoid something it comes back in strong focus to it so it's like no i don't want this oh boy it's here again so have to deal with it so um comforting Angry women, uh, uh, understanding angry women, understanding feminism, understanding... So so basically, your Mercury is conjoined uh, series. So communicating in a comforting way about or involving... Uh, you know, jealousy, rage, female rage, um, uh, infidelity mm-hmm. uh, versus monogamy versus, you know, so these, this is a constant thing in your life that you will be communicating, uh, in a comforting way about this. Okay. Like, talking about how it makes you feel, how it makes other women feel, mm. etc. <laughs> oh, uh, so your Jupiter, so your Jupiter trying your cock. So if you were a guy, you'd have a big cock. You like guys with big cocks. I love I guys like with big, big cocks. cocks. But I cannot lie. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. So you have, uh, Um, Venus and Aries okay that's the stalker chick of the zodiac Really? I love it. Am I a stalker? Yeah, I love it. Okay. It's okay. I'm going to mitigating factors. I'm going to walk back on that for a second. Okay. Venus and Aries is one of the demented Venus positions. I I remember it was, (laughs) it was, was, it's actually, it started my foray into astrology. Some dude I knew who had, uh, actually, I've known lots of dicks with Venus and Aries, you know, because I have Aries in my descendant. So, but Venus doesn't sit so well in the sign of Aries um, because uh, it's opposite Venus. Um, in its rulership position, which is Venus in Libra. Venus in Libra is, you know, uh, more about monogamy. Venus in Libra, balance, fair play, har- and harmony in relationships. Venus in Aries is, I want big cock and I want it now. Like, whoever wrote, get out my way, bitch, get out my way, had Venus in Aries. Like okay. when things go slow and you don't get where you immediate gratification with love is your middle name. You like yeah. want it right yeah. now. And when you don't get it right now, temper temper. Now I'm yeah. going to walk back on that in a minute. Because your Venus is in the twelfth house, which has a Piscean connotation to it, so or, or, or a vibe, so you have. You have Venus in Aries, but with a dash of, uh, so you're passive, you could, so it's a tendency towards passive-aggressive. That's Mm -hmm. one possibility. Um, But Venus loves being in the 12th house because that's a Piscean house. Anything just like your Mercury in the 11th because that has an Aquarius vibe and and exalts it somehow. And uh, Venus in the 12th house. But it does speak also to clandestine affairs or secrets or mystery with, with that touch of, of uh, of pisces there because because the 12th house is the house of darkness the house of the subconscious mind so there there could also be a strong subconscious motivation um to how you love and how you go about it and so if you find yourself in a situation you really need to you know go deep inside your psyche and say you know how did i get here yeah and which <laughs> this is not my beautiful house yeah this is not my I beautiful have, life which i'm in now and like, how did I get here? So yeah. you want to, you know, want to meditate, do yoga, uh, you know, uh, go to a shrink, get get in touch with the... And did you study psychology? No, I studied acting. Interesting. You would definitely want to... You're what's known as a natural psychologist with mm. all, a huge presence in the 12th house. And the 12th house, again house of psychology, the house of the subconscious mind, uh, the go-to point to figure out what's, you know, going on deep inside your your psyche and, and, your, and your subconscious. Um, so you have the north node there, so it really would behoove you to get in touch with your own subconscious nature and motivations mm-hmm. um, and therefore be very adept to mining the subconscious of others. Um, you know, so there's a strong, strong, strong... Um, Sense of psychology and what you do. So, mm-hmm. if I were you, I would study that as most as much as possible. All right. So, I would definitely study psychology if I were you. Um, but you do have a few signatures of an astrologer. You have Hades. Hades is a weird little uh, trans Neptunian. Um, it's a trans Neptunian. Um, it rules death, garbage, rotting things, and astrology. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, it speaks to ancient wisdom um, hmm. or. Things of inequity or things that are decaying in somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it was, you know, things that are rotting. However, um, astrology is an ancient, uh, you know, a format of ancient wisdom. The ancient Babylonians came up with this over 3,000 years ago. So anyway, so you have uh, Hades in the second house, and Hades is one of the rulers of astrology. Um, and your generation has Hades in Gemini. So communicating about ancient wisdom is the go-to point for your bank account. Oh, in the second house, the house of values. So you greatly value ancient wisdom and communicating about ancient wisdom. Mm. So I, uh, between your huge presence in the 12th house, 12th house, again, as a Piscean house, so learning mysticism, occult studies, mm-hmm. etc., you will feel less victimized. Um, and you will feel more enlightened if you do that. Oh, yeah. um, and you know, to be a reader of some sort, and also Pisces is just very prescient, and in, in of themselves, they just are very sensitive and feel things. Neptune's your ruler, and then you have just a plethora of planets, major planets in the uh, the twelfth house, the house of psychology. Hmm. Uh, let's see. So, so the Pallas Athena in the tenth is a signature for for an astrology. Also, for somebody who plays the stock market. Or senses patterns and trends and knows what will happen. So just a, a handy thing to have wherever it is and to know that you have it. And then Hades in the second. So that's making money from valuing ancient wisdom and communicating about it. Well You said that different
0: reverence or mutual reverence? What did you say? Oh, uh,
6: mutual reception. reception. And I remember seeing it. Uh, oh, uh, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, your Uranus is at zero, zero Capricorn in the ninth house so cool okay the ninth house is the house of broadcast all right uranus is one of the broadcast planets and it means uh broadcasting in an electronic format internet television uh you know radio podcast anything that it plugs in and turns on and is electric in nature as opposed to neptune which is more film Mm -hmm. broadcast through film you can do that as well however your uranus is the dawning of the age for the uranus in Capricorn, the the, the the younger millennials. Okay. Okay. So, zero, zero Capricorn is on the world axis. That means the ability to have worldwide fame. Oh, everything's going boing, boing. <laughs> so, that means if you do weird, unusual broadcasts, then it, you can garner worldwide fame. Okay. I just think that's so cool. So, that's zero, cool. zero Capricorn. And if I'm not mistaken, you had your Neptune at yes zero zero capricorn mm-hmm. oh so her your neptune is having sex with her uranus sick <laughs> that is some see i i was getting some lesbian vibes so i really totally was <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's everyone's dream i know yeah. it's everyone's dream
6: but are they all right so um so wow super cool and your uranus uh exactly sex styles that doesn't have to do with sex your son your son is zero zero Pisces not on the world hexes but zero zero cardinal the cardinal signs are uh, uh, Capricorn, uh, Cancer, um, Aries, and Libra. So if you have anything at zero zero cardinal in your chart uh, or the 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 Aries decadent of a cardinal sign, which means zero zero to one degree, um, you have uh, world fame or access to world fame. Ooh. Now you have something interesting as well because you're, uh, oh, you are just like the poster child for a millennial. So fucking cool. Because you're... Um, well, your Saturn, uh, your Saturn is at zero, zero Capricorn conjoining your Uranus. Fascinating. Uh, Saturn is not an outer generational planet, but these, um, 88, right? So um, you're, you're, so that means you're meant to be a professional broadcaster. All right. So, you've, so your Saturn and your Uranus are, are at zero, zero Cardinal. Fascinating. And both of them try, uh, or, I'm sorry, sex style your son. Um, so you being a figurehead for this broadcast totally makes sense. Oh, huh. Fascinating. Really? Yeah. really amazing. So career stuff, great. Love, and. Well, let's talk about that. So you have Pluto, the planet of extremes and intensity. Oh, are you attracted to narcissistic, uh, Dick? A little bit. A
0: little bit. Yep, I am. I don't want to be I am I am truly genuinely interested in finding a really beautiful like great love is that in the cards or not nah?
6: all right let's talk about this well, understanding your proclivities and tendencies um you know this is this is how we avoid the pitfalls of love and end up getting out of the pits and getting what we want all right So you have, the reason I ask if you like narcissistic dick is that you have Leo on the cusp of your fifth house. It's the natural role of this house, but the fifth house is romance, fun, and games. So you may be attracted to men that are really full of themselves. Yep. But the better incarnation of of Leo uh, would be somebody who's warm and generous and loyal.
0: Yeah, I want that.
6: So focus more... On that and visualize that. Put yourself in arm's way. Put yourself in arm's way, not in harm's way. All right. So you have Pluto, uh-huh. the planet of extremes and intensity, in its rulership position. Hello, millennial and Scorpio. Um, but, it, but Pluto in the seventh house means you're really looking... For intense uh intimacy yes. and sex in a in a long-term like a yeah. like all a, consuming yeah uh you know a yes is a yes and no is a no a maybe is why we f- the fuck we still talking so you have this wishy-washy <laughs> degree of libra on the cause so it's like you know oh i like you i kind of like you and you're like oh okay i kind of want to have a relationship with you too yeah. oh my god and we kind of So get should i just it. not chase anybody well Again, that's the Venus and Aries. It's your nature. Uh, You have Aries rising, Jupiter and Aries, Venus and Aries, Juno and Aries. There's a lot of Aries energy. Um, Chase after art. Yeah. Chase after social reform. Yeah. Uh, Don't wait around on that shit. Go for that shit. Yeah. So let's talk about the basic biological urge of heterosexual men. Okay, so they generally just really do want to you know, stick it in everyone. Stick it in. They they want to spread their sperm. It's like it's oh, it's yeah. a biological thing. Yeah. Like let's just say this happens. Uh, and what with uh, sexual and psychological and social mores, you know, you, you, you're you not supposed to just stick it in everybody and rape them and do what you want to want. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Uh-huh. There's what really happens and what, you know, what we think happens. But anyway, so so let's say they have this urge to chase after, chase after. You know, vibe the guy out. Is is he, does he want to be the initiator? Do you want to be the initiator? And I think there's nothing wrong. I'd rather not be the initiator. With, with, with women. um being the initiator, there's times when, let's say, I've wanted to be the initiator, but because of my generation or the way that I was raised, I was taught: do not wait by the phone, do not call a man, do not show interest, don't invite him over and cook him dinner and do things. You know, make him earn that motherfucking pussy. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Make him earn that motherfucking pussy, and so. When you go after the guy and you blow him on the first date and, you know, you're just already doing, you know, it's, there's no incentive for him to call again because right. he quote unquote got, got, what what he he wanted. got what he wanted. And and again, there's nothing wrong with a woman being assertive. I, women are also sexual beings and have needs. Yeah. I get that. So, you know, to initiate, no, it, it should well, be let's fine. Well, di-
0: when there's different motivations, when it's just to fuck... Yeah, I think initiating makes a lot of sense. But when it's like if oh if I want a relationship or I want to build something, then perhaps making the other person earn it is something that's gonna have a be a strong foundation. And the
6: thing is is that you don't always know going I mean sometimes the guy it's like yeah. there's no way I want a relationship with this person. Right, right. But, you know, uh, you know well, and therefore I can be more bold just because I don't really care down the line. Right, you know? right. But
0: well, so, I don't like having casual sex. I don't well I have like one Person that I sleep with right now that we haven't slept together in a while but it's it's truly just Sexual and it's and it's really nice because we respect each other we're yeah. very communicative like It's so it feels it feels healthy but then I have this other person where it, it, it feel and they are not Necessarily doing anything um I'm giving them my power and it's not their job to give it back to me It's my job to not give it to them first but it's, it's it feels like a little bit of an emotional torture mm. and uh And I'm like, I think, I think the way I go about romance and approaching men and stuff is not, uh, I show them everything right away. Not, Mm. not sexually though, because I don't, I wait. I I prefer, if it's something that could be, if there's a spark that could be something like really intense and beautiful and like actual love, I want to wait. So, so I don't, I don't really, I don't have one night stands. I don't, that's just not how I feel comfortable doing it.
6: Hmm. So really, um. You know, the, the, the Aries in the, the 12th house, with what you're describing is just classic for the A- Venus and Aries. <laughs> I'm sorry, Venus and Aries, um, not just Aries. So, so Venus and Aries, you know, the, the stalker chick, you want to, um, you're proactive about go- getting your love. Mm-hmm. Okay. But again, flip it around. Be proactive and aggressive of, with your art. Okay. Be proact- <laughs> proactive and aggressive with getting that dollar. Yeah. You know, get the coinage because Venus speaks (laughs) to art, love, beauty and music and money itself. So you definitely be aggressive in that area. Um, And when it comes to love, get more in touch with that dash of Pisces because Venus loves being in this house. And see, that's also where you when you say you can tell if a lover's depressed and he doesn't even call in a few days and you still know that. um, Be careful about codependency. Yeah. You know. Uh, or the empath and the narcissist that we see on FB all the time. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, you, you yeah. learn from that. Uh, so, you know, get in touch. Use that sensitivity to enhance love and to protect yourself where you can intuit or sense things. And you can have like a sensitive, beautiful, uh, you know, amazing uh, love and sex life. Well, Venus speaks a little bit more to love than actual sex. Yeah. Um. So, so you know, glean that from that. But there is, you know, the you know the Jesus on the stick uh, uh, thing. You know, you are somehow crucified with love, or you're you know they they put they're putting the nails in. All right. So your Mars squares your Moon. So Moon is what you want emotionally, and that's in your twelfth house, the house of psychology. So you have like obscure uh, uh, emotional, psychological motivations getting involved in let's say clandestine affairs or things behind the scenes and then your mars basically is the dick of their penis in sagittarius would mean that you go after um, non-committal penis because Mm -hmm. sagittarius mars mars is the dick point in in heterosexual in a in a straight guy's chart, it's the kind of dick he has. Mm. In a um, heterosexual woman's chart, it's the kind of dick she wants. Mm. In a gay guy's chart, it's the kind of dick he has and the kind of dick he wants. Nice. <laughs> so, all right. So that's interesting. And if that wasn't complicated enough, um, you have Chiron, the wounded healer, which is also in your second house, the house of money. So there's a financial payoff for this. But oh, but right up on or conjuncting your third house, the house of communication. So Chiron, the wounded healer, means you have a chronic wounding feeling, wherever it is, and you have it in Gemini. So a chronic wounded feeling, okay, talking about penis. Huh. Yeah, because because it's exactly, it's, I mean, it's, well, not exactly, but it's very close in opposition. So the more you try to avoid, um, communicating about penis and and about how it's wounded you in some way so Chiron, the wounded healer (laughs) opposite your penis placement so chronic uh, you chronically go after um, unavailable dick or a dick that is um what's the word non-committal dick Mm -hmm. wow unavailable non-committal and do you like foreign cock (laughs) i would
0: love to yeah i mean i want i i do but i don't get it but i want it any cock,
6: okay? Any cock so, that's attached to a nice person. So the, the ninth, ou- ninth house is the house of foreign. So that'd be anybody who's. So you'd like a cock that's very different from you, different skin color, different ethnicity, different socioeconomic kind of background. Oh, Ooh. so Ooh. maybe foreigner. I should.
0: So maybe I should lay off the whiteies then.
6: Yeah, you're better off. With, I, mean, I don't. When I date people, I'm not like I want to date a white person. I just, I just. So Mars in the ninth house again wanting foreigners, um, and then yes, yeah, so it completely makes sense. And then the moon is squaring your Mars and the Moon is also squaring your Chiron. So chronic issues with mother, and you sublimate your emotions a lot, and then while you you while you go after uh, a noncommittal cock. Okay. In essence, you know, when we when we have sex, you know, we can say, oh, there's no emotions involved, oh blah blah blah. But we're really making a point to to disconnect from our emotions
0: yeah yeah
6: you know and if you do this a lot you're just in a constant state of disconnect from your emotions and uh, and, and that's you know over time you know and again I think that everyone when they're younger like in their let's say uh, late teens 20s they you know You should have as much sex as possible with different partners. You know, if if you feel like doing it.
0: What your comfort zone
6: is. What what your comfort zone is and what feels, again, healthy for you. Where you don't feel victimized. You don't feel gross the next day. Yeah, Uh, Like addiction is where you do it anyway and you still feel disgusting. Yeah, And as soon as you get that little urge met, you immediately feel disgusting. Then we're speaking to addiction and we're speaking to what's unhealthy. All right. So Chiron, the wounded healer, can never heal himself. He can only heal other people. And when he heals other people... He feels some respite from his, okay. from his problems. All right. So, so I'll focus on that. So your Chiron is opposite your Mars. So this is a chronic issue. You're trying to heal the penises in your life.
0: Yeah. one. Dick I don't at want
6: time. to do that, though. One dick at a time. But a it, healing
0: the penises in my life does not help me. It tortures exactly. me. Exactly.
6: So that's something you need to psychologically understand through therapy. Right. Because your moon... In the, um, in the in the in the twelfth house, the house of psychology, is forming a nearly exact square, mm-hmm. hard angle, ninety degree angle with your Mars. So what you want emotionally? You're very sensitive emotionally. Moon in Pisces, fucking Jesus on a stick with yeah. the nails going in. Okay, so um, I'm a Jewish <laughs> astrologer, so I say that no, uh-huh. no, my astrologer is Jewish. I was, I was I raised Catholic. I'm not now. So I use all the he does the Borscht Belt humor, and I do the uh, <laughs> the. Um, so in essence, you have to dissociate when you're so sensitive if you're going to have a lot of dicks yeah okay know? or right. you want to associate or uh vibe your feelings while you're having sex you know Shit. not if you're fine with all this like and i'm not <laughs> no, but, <laughs> I and that's very honest of you right 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 so just you know i again i would just say um you know you guys uh you you can you know garner fame with with uh, with this enterprise uh, you can uh, uh, do this as your job, but you you just want to, you know, it sounds really corny, but honor your own sensitivity mm-hmm. yeah. and have that be okay. Yeah, it, It's okay for you to have feelings and sex at the same time. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. right. And I, sometimes <laughs> I say,
0: it, yeah, you know, That's it's the
6: not Well, it's been so fun. And thank you, Angel. Thank we you really for, appreciate it. Thank you for, so for having good. me. And I, I, I told Emily, I'm like, you know, you know, I'm. I'm not. She says it'll take an hour. I says it'll take the time it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No I have figure. Have yeah, things to say and yeah. it's interactive. And, and if
0: we wanted to, if anybody listening wanted to reach out to you, you do phone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Where can we get fo- a hold? Of I don't
6: you? do phone sex. No. <laughs> uh, sh- sh- phone number, or website, or what would be. whatever you would like to promote. Well, um, my website is. You, well, you can if you want to reach Angel Idealism, you would just simply Google. Number one astrologer in New York City or Ooh. best astrologer in New York City. I'm not saying the best, just babes basically Google timeout, uh cosmopolitan vote, you know, blah blah. blah. Oh and Anybody I'm oh I have a and I uh Cosmopolitan did a feat um, well they uh interviewed me for relocation astrology that's coming out in print in November. I'm plugging the fuck out of myself. I just yeah, you know, do I, I just, you know plugged my vagina here. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, so my website is www.angeliastrology and I is E Y E and I'm Angel Idealism. That's E Y E, not the letter I for idealism. Uh, you so just Google that. It'll go to my website. You can my phone number is there. My uh, email is there. Um, and reach out if you have issues, whether of a, a you know romantic nature, or a financial nature, or whatever. You're, I, I specialize in relocation, uh, but I have such Aww. a potty mouth. And I was you know when I when I got an email from guys we fuck, I was yes. like, what? Pray tell, is this? <laughs> and, and I had a good vibe from you ladies, and I, I really love uh, feminism and you know anti slut shaming. So write on, write on, sisters. Hell yeah! Thank you, right yeah. on, no. my. Uh, my Lilith sisters. I love yeah. it. Rock I'm getting on. such Cindy
2: Lauper vibes from you. Yeah. She's my fave. I love oh, it. Oh, I met her a couple times. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> You're a fun time, Angel. you Thank oh
6: God. Thank you. Thank you so
2: much. Guys We Fucked is
0: presented by Luminary Media Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson Edited by Mike Coscarelli Associate producer Emily Rogers PR intern Molly Becker
3: and We were so mixed up from shaking all night We came out much too sweet Too many cherries on top Too many granite nosebleeds Here comes the worst part comes the rest Love in broad daylight That's the real test